Hello and welcome to the Boys High School Hockey Podcast presented by the Red and Black League. We have our state tournament recap show. Should be a fun one. We're going to recap the entire tournament. Sights and sound, returning players for next year, and our way, way, way to early top ten. Carl and Danny in the studio today. Should be a good one. Love is a burning thing And it makes a fiery ring Bound by wild desire I fell into a ring of fire Well, good morning, boys. It's fun to hear that music. <laughs> you don't get to hear it on the uh, no. yeah. from Duluth, do you? Never do. It's just this weird blank space of noise. I think you can hear it everywhere in the world except the Congdon neighborhood. It's just there's a block, that's just a black hole, just Johnny Cash block out mm-hmm. there. Yeah, that's it's just too lowbrow. Yes, for you guys. We, we, we don't do that there. We don't listen no, to country no, no, western no. music. Yes. Why would you listen? the opera? Yeah. Why would you listen to Hurt? When you're in one of the best neighborhoods in Duluth. Yeah, there's no pain. <laughs> there's no pain. Yeah. No. Yeah. There's no I pain. Know, I don't know what pain is. <laughs> <laughs> there's no sorrow. <laughs> except their hockey team, of course. Well, hmm. we, we don't talk about that. <laughs> Boy, Joe Ogenen with the tweet of the year. Oh. Yeah. Absolutely, literally, you're charbroiled yep. after that. Just yeah. flame. One of the best tweets oh. I've ever seen. What was the seen. quote of it, too? Something about... Carl's knowledge is slipping away. Yeah, because I made a mistake. Carl made a mistake, right. and yep. he goes, yeah, kind of like Duluth East. Yep. Slipping away. Yep. Wow, that was so fun to see. Because yeah. usually it's Danny or Tony getting fried. Mm-hmm. Carl is like yeah. made. If the he was in the mob, he's made. No one touches Carl. Go through on clouds. Joe missed the memo that you don't roast Carl. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. So... Yeah. He will find you, Joe. You found him at the tournament. You I didn't did. murder him. You didn't murder. I well, figured I, you would I, just commit doing, murder. Doing it right in, in, in the arena would be. Uh, <laughs> it would be. That's poor form. You need to do <laughs> this more correctly. Poor I will murder you some tails. Yeah, we'll send, we'll send the Babbitt Mafia. After when you, him. Yeah, when you least expect it, the Babbitt Mafia is coming for you. Oof. Yeah, I met Joe too. Yeah. That was that was fun. Yeah. All righty. Where do we go, boys? Where do we go? Uh, well, let's do a little bit of. Tourney recap, probably the start. Let's talk hockey, right? Yeah. Hockey, and then we'll kind of two parts here. We're going to talk about the hockey part, and then we'll talk about, you know, the non-hockey part, the sights and yeah. sounds, the all the other good stuff that comes uh, with the tournament. Still haven't watched the hockey air video. We nope. should have watched that nope. before Oops. we came on. Oops. Yeah, yeah, kind of a miss there. Uh, that, was, <laughs> that, there. One, that one kept me up very late last night. Let's just put it that way. Very, very late. Um and lots of nights leading up to it. All right, let's talk hockey. Um, uh, Wednesday, not a lot to talk about. Nope. And even the good game that we thought was going to be good, the was Minneapolis it? Alex, I yeah. was as excited as I was. Uh, I thought that was a, a not a great game. I thought Minneapolis had they converted on their chances in the first period when they outshot them, like yeah. it was like thirteen to two or something, yeah. and they had really nothing to show for it. Yeah, yeah then it just sort of slipped away. Yeah, I, I honestly didn't think that was a very good game. No, and I thought the crowd from Minneapolis that night was pretty special. That was I mean, excellent. Yeah. Excellent turnout for a for a first round game. They couldn't have timed it any better having them at the eight o'clock game. 
Yeah, I think it was like two thirds of the lower bowl. Right? Yeah, they had a lot of fans. And student sections covering what three or four sections of the lower bowl. Lower bowl yeah. sections, yeah. not like the upper bowl. Space. I mean, there was a lot of space, yeah. a lot of white cheerleaders. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was cool to see all the different jerseys. The jerseys, the letter jackets. Joe yep. Dedzik and his fedora. You know, fedora. Some Minneapolis West. Some. Washburn, some Ed- I saw Edison every, letter I saw jackets. Everything. I yeah. saw Central Pioneers. Ooh. I didn't see Marshall University. That would have made it yeah. Yeah. all yeah, the or more. Or Sobriety High. <laughs> <laughs> the Sobriety High of a letter jacket. No, I just want to know. No, there's not. <laughs> but now it's a little different. There's like, uh, there's all kinds of charter schools right. these kids go to. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't think kind about of, that. Who knows? Who knows? But I thought it was, it was fun to see. And you know what? They've got a Constellation Championship yeah, out and, of it. And so. for the people on Twitter who are like, but they're big because they have so many kids in the school, That's so just, many schools in there. Like, come on, let go, to have this yeah. go to a different podcast. Go to a different podcast. Turn it off now. Don't turn us off now because if you know anything about Minneapolis hockey, they're basically get gutted, mm-hmm. absolutely gutted by the private schools in and around Minneapolis. Uh, and number one, so the talent pool isn't as deep, and the number of kids that play hockey in Minneapolis in comparison to the it's other sports, smaller. it's just smaller and smaller. So they're in the right spot, and they haven't been in a section final, you know, mm-hmm. since 1994. <laughs> <laughs> That's Edison. You know what I mean? Yep. So it's not like this has been a powerhouse. Right. If they were Delano... Yeah. For you know, in a, in in and around the section final for the last ten or fifteen years, like Delano has been, then yeah, maybe they should have a constant mm-hmm. conversation. They should be in the conversation for moving to Double A. But until then, let let them have their moment. Let, I mean, it's good for hockey in Minneapolis. It's good for the state high school league. It's good for everybody. That was just positive, only positives that came out of their per, yep. per, you know participation in the state yeah, tournament. Exactly. So uh, one question I had with. This Tony, how much does Breck quitting hockey a couple of years ago feed into Minneapolis's first birth? I don't know if it's Breck. I just, uh, I think it's a combination of a, a lot, lot of, of factors. Yeah. Number yeah. one is you know Minneapolis has had some really good hockey teams. I mean, if you look at the two thousand seventeen, eighteen, nineteen classes mm-hmm. of kids, there were and, and even go to twenty, Joe Miller, that group that sure. was yeah. all Blake. Yeah. I mean that Blake team, when Blake played in the uh in hockey day, there was probably ten at least Minneapolis kids on that roster that played in the state tournament. So it's a there's plenty of good hockey being played in Minneapolis now, and and, and give give credit to the people in Minneapolis for noticing you know Minneapolis Washburn program can't do it on their own, Southwest can't do it on their own. Let's merge them all together, yeah. and that was the problem t- leading up ten years prior to it is they were Washburn Southwest and the others mm-hmm. were trying to do it on their own, and once they merged together, it took some time for, to to wear off the Washburn and Southwest, you know. Yeah. Allegiances, <laughs> but once they got it together, I think they got a really nice program. They're playing A at most levels. They're competitive. Yeah. Uh, they're getting better at hockey. Their Bantam team didn't make it to the regions this year, but they were close. Pee is in state. Pee is in state. Mm-hmm. They're squirts teams. They have eight squirt teams. They're doing it right. Yep. And this is the thing. There's a theme here today. I'm going to get out of my system. Let's stop picking on teams that are doing it right. Okay, please yeah. stop doing it. Yeah, you're in the wrong spot. Pick yeah. on the people that are doing it wrong. And I'll list some teams that are doing it wrong too later today. So there's a tease. I'm excited for that. Yes. Okay. All right. 
Uh, Thursday? Next? If, that's, Wednesday. that's Wednesday. Thursday was one of the more special days in tournament history, watching what Alex Bump uh, did in that game with Creighton. And I thought we could talk about his performance, but I thought uh, Matt Funk summed it up best in yeah. his quote quotables. I mean, Peter did an amazing job getting all those quotes and using the photos. And I thought he did a really nice job this week with the, with the tournament. And Matt's quote about we ran into the best player on having his best day, and mm-hmm. it just was, you know, it was and amazing. And I've been cool. to the tournament a long time or something like it that. It was, it, yeah, it was it. was pretty good. It was really good. The picture of Bump with Mayasech. Yeah. With, Bump is ha- so happy-go-lucky <laughs> yeah. just as a personality. Yeah. <laughs> it was a great – just the look on his face yeah. is just this happy kid, you know. Yeah. And that's what – if anybody knows Alex, that's the kind of kid he is. He's yeah. just a really happy, gregarious, happy, happy kid yeah. and a phenomenal athlete too. And a phenomenal performance. Um, is this where we talk about him getting jilted for Mr. Hockey possibly? Or <laughs> this we show don't is going to come yeah. out after Mr. Hockey, so we could be completely wrong here. And I've been saying this all week. There is a chance he won't win Mr. Hockey. I've been telling everybody yeah, in Prior Lake. I'm like, it's not because he's not great or had a great year, but the vote ended, ended on February mm-hmm. 18th. But we got our ballots, what, like on February 4th. Right. Yeah. So you could have, you could have voted on yeah. February 4th. And if you look at Alex's numbers on February 4th and his team, they were ba- barely above 500 on February 4th. Yep. And and Al's true, like, big game Al started in the section yes. semifinals. So it all kind of happened a little bit late. Yeah. And the votes were already cast by this time. Um, I have a friend, I, God, I can't remember who sent to me. Um, oh, yeah, I remember who it was now, an Eden Prairie uh, dad. He said, Bump's going to win it on February 1st, right, yep. or um, yeah. 30 days prior. Mm-hmm. And I said, no chance, because I didn't think that he had enough. His team hadn't done well enough, and he hadn't had enough points, right? Yeah. And then, of course, he makes, you know, statement. a mm-hmm. major statement. And, of course, now this Eden Prairie dad is going to look really genius if he wins, and I, I'm wrong, because I'm <laughs> never wrong, and he's never right. So, of course. In this case, <laughs> I believe he deserves the award. Um, I'm not even sure where I voted him. In it wasn't. Okay. I, I know my number one, so he didn't get my number one vote. Did you get your? I know he didn't get Danny's because no, I know Danny's. Was, got mine. You got yours. Got okay, mine. so Carl knows more about hockey than all. I, I, I can, <laughs> you could see the momentum building. I thought he had. He was the most productive player. Um, he was, you know, and it, it, let's be honest, it was a tough field. It wasn't like a. It, we didn't have the obvious Casey Middlestad pick, and so no, no, I love went, those years. But, but I, I think thought, it's more interesting, though, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah, and and he was, I, I voted for him because I thought he was the MVP of his team more than anyone else. Yeah, but time. when you voted, you didn't know they were going to state, and they'd never been to state. Yeah, yep. like yeah. you need maybe a crystal ball. Maybe I have one. Yeah, you must have a crystal ball. Uh, okay. Yeah, all right. He wasn't high necessarily on mine. I just looked. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's. I, he was three on mine. It's five. So, and I thought he sh- now in hindsight should have been two, and maybe yeah. even one. Yeah, I, I could. You know what I mean? Yeah, if I were to vote right now, it would be different than when I voted then. All right, more sights and sounds from the uh, from the hockey. Uh, Jack Erickson save and uh, the six o'clock game. Uh, I don't know if it made Sports Center, but it sure made it made us get a lot of views. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Holy smokes, what a yeah. save! 
And that was that really saved the game in in a game where we thought that Lakeville South could give uh, Hill a, a run, and they did. Yeah, they definitely did, and they held uh, Hill just held on in that right. game and just slowly melted the clock. Yeah, the, it felt that, like you know the, the knock on Hill is that you know they just didn't have that extra offensive punch, and they can work when you lock down and play good defense, but it, it definitely caught up to them this week. Yeah, no doubt. The, the one thing I want to mention about the game before that, the Edina Maple mm-hmm. Grove game, yeah, is that is the only time I've seen a head coach put out his second line after a TV timeout to exclusively bar the other team from putting out their ones. Kurt Kurt played a really masterful coaching game. See, Danny and I have gone back and forth with this. I thought he got, got coached. I, I, I thought, thought he got a, a coach. I thought it was a great chess match, and I thought Berglund, I mean, it wasn't like genius, but he knew he kept putting his ones on Edina's ones, and they were ro- rolling them every shift. Uh, I thought that it, Kurt did a great job at knowing what he had and what he needed to do to win. Right. And the chips didn't go his way, and the ones of Maple Grove were better than his ones. And yep. he knew that going in. And he knew the battle was going to be on the second line, and he tried to make the second line, uh, you know, his first, his first. But then, why did he break up Nevers and Vanderfort? I don't get it. Because he needed to put depth down on the third, which didn't ever have depth the whole year. Never, Nevers can play with anybody, and so I think that's why he did that. Uh, well, this is a first in uh, broadcast history. The team that lost. Coach out coached the team that yeah, won. I, 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 I disagree. Danny is making but, yeah. new ground mm-hmm. here in podcast in broadcast <laughs> history. Uh, congratulations, Danny. Yeah. You well, get the award. I, the, the team he favored to win got, <laughs> got so, beat, even though their coach won the coaching battle. Yeah, it's a great take. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, it's a great take. We I, need more takes like this. Yes. thank you. I I don't know. I I just thought I thought it was a very savvy move on his part that normally I've never seen that before done at the state tournament. The TV time And will it ever be done again? I don't think it will. No. Because it doesn't work. Because it didn't work. (laughs) I thought Maple Grove's top line, when I looked through my list of stuff talking Mm -hmm. to Paul Allen and on our show, We did not give Maple Grove's top line yes. any love. I, I was going to pick up Owen with, with that list. Major had, crow. Well, I mean, you're just running line. it all together. I mean, there's a lot of hockey mm-hmm. to be seen, you know. And, and there's a lot of, and there are a lot of top lines. You but, thought that Shagabay, a lot of those lines didn't disappoint either. No. You know what yeah. I mean? It's not like we were rifling through lines and we got a whole bunch wrong. I mean, I mean. Right. Uh, the, the the obviously the best line it, when it was all said and done was the Andover line. I mean, because sure. they were unbelievable. Yeah, you know? yeah, that was. But again, the key was their second line and third <laughs> line too. Yeah. Four Andover. Andover's yeah. third line was unreal. Yeah, I thought they were great. That was a good, great performance. Speaking of Andover, they knock off uh, Moorhead. Um, can we put it on the table? Even for those, probably because we hate Andover, according to a few people on on Twitter. Um, Andover's two goals that were disallowed were not goals. Let's just put that out there. Um, Even if... And the best part about it is, sorry, Caden Casey implicated himself 
in the press conference and said, "Yeah, I tried to get the skate. I tried to get it off my skate to my stick, but didn't." So he basically said, "I made a, I made yeah. an athletic move Ooh. on the puck." Right. Yeah. Which is basically yeah. what the referees were saying. Yeah. He never mm-hmm. caught it with his stick, similar to Finn Brink knocking the puck down to his stick, but it didn't get it in time before when that. Yeah. Those are both no goals, and those are easy no goals mm-hmm. to call, in my opinion. Yeah, I I agree completely with that. Andover, I talked to some of the players on Friday then, and they were like, oh, he, and I was like, it's the way he it's, turned his skate yeah. it, that changes the way that looks. It's, it, it's, it's, I'm glad it didn't change the state title. That's, that's right. all I'm going to say. And, and the, the rightful team, and we'll get to this maybe later, but the rightful team won the state title. I mean, they, like, we're talking about this Moorhead game, and that was an amazing mm-hmm. game. They yeah. beat Rapids. Yeah. I didn't pick that. They they, nope. they they debunked me there, right? They beat um, Moorhead. I'm not sure who I picked in that one, but I, I know that's a great win. Yeah, and I think that's probably Danny was the only one who took it. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Um, and, and then they beat Hill. Mm-hmm. Everybody on here picked Hill, yeah. right? Well, and then they beat Mabel Grove. I mean, they ran a four-game gauntlet that is worthy of – people say, I got a text from an Andover dad today saying, is that the best game ever? I'm like, eh, best game ever is a really hard thing to des- <laughs> describe. Right? We'll get there, right? Yeah. Yeah. right? But it is one of the best teams I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I mean, they pulled something off that's, you know, they're, you know, we talked about a lot. They got a lot of Northwest Suburban love on the, on the broadcast last night. This was a late conference type of uh, route that they took. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, they, it, that was a section six double A type of uh, gauntlet that they just ran through. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, I completely That's agree. unbelievable, and they're very deserving of that, and their hockey program is on top of the world right now with both their boys. I mean, boys this, this is going to be a top three team. Their girls' team won't lose next year. Not <laughs> even close. <laughs> it, they will not lose Dude. next year. I'll tell you that right now. They will not lose. The only way they will lose is if the bus breaks down. To the state Or tournament. COVID. No, no, anytime. They could be playing Champlain Park, Coon Rapids, and the bus doesn't show up. It's the only way they will lose a game next and year. And they must forfeit. It won't even be close next year. They may have four girls that are Miss Hockey finalists. Oh, that's good. They're that good. And, then, and their sophomore class is deeper than their senior class. That's how good it is. So Andover is on top of the world. They deserve everything that they're – all the praise they're getting right now. Yeah. All right, that's – Thursday, one great game and one pretty good game on Friday. We're gonna, just going to skip right past the Alex Hermantown game to Please. the Matamino World game. And we'll talk about some of the things that happened in that game, but I think this game is what took yes the gas out of the Waro tank for Saturday. Yeah, I'm going right? to say the state tournament was decided when the section when the, st- the tournament seeds came out. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Right, and we talked about the chasm. I think I talked about it on the mm-hmm. Paul Allen thing too. Like the chasm between two and three was not as big as you know was like the evil Knievel thing. You know, it was between three and the rest. Right. Yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? And, and we saw that it yeah. really was a mm-hmm. big difference. One, well, you know, Monticello the, and Alex and Minneapolis were nowhere near ooh, the same yep. zip code as these three teams. And I really think we saw that in the Minneapolis game. Correct. To because you, after seeing Hermantown demolish. New Prague, and then to come back and be like, oh, maybe they weren't the three seed <laughs> type right. of thing. Mm-hmm. And right. I think that was pretty evident. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, so that game, um, everyone will talk. There were two goals in that game I'd like to talk about. Uh, first, the the Jack uh, Draghi goal. 
Charlie. 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 So Charlie. I got a lot of jacks in my brain here. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Charlie Draghi goal. I don't know who the forward was. I think maybe it was Wolfsfeld, right? Yeah, it He's was. coming down the, the boards. He gets knocked down, gets up, wins two 50-50 battles with the puck while going like 30 or 40 miles an hour. Gets the puck, somehow gets it back door to Draghi, and Charlie buried the thing. That goal was magical. I mean, that was like, wow, how does it get much better than that? And then you get the four. It's 4-2 now. Yeah. Matamina is on upset, upset watch. I mean, mm-hmm. the whole state's like, whoa, 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 whoa. We got world on the on the yeah. ropes. Mm-hmm. And Jason scores the goal of all goals. I think if you have a tournament goal, is that the best one in the tournament? Uh, it's in there. It's definitely in the in argument. In terms of the actual finish? Yeah. Just the whole yeah. thing. I mean, yeah. the whole individual effort on that was spectacular, how he got tripped, dragged yeah. down. Got shot it from his knees, popped back up, and finished. Yep. Individual effort that is unbelievable. Yeah, no, that there was so many moments of that game that it, for a five to four game, that was one of the best goaltending games. Of oh the yeah, they were both great. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Hammer got screened on at least two of those goals, if I'm remembering right, and didn't even have a chance. Right, it, and. Dardis played unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. it's so yep. funny. As somebody said in the suite on Friday night, that Sweet oh, life. I thought I thought that uh, Dardis could have played a little bit better. I was like, <laughs> get, you put some pads on, bud, and get out there. I mean, that is. I thought he played fantastic. Yeah. I thought he played fantastic too. I, I had no no knocks in his game. R- really, no. really enjoyed the moment when I was you know sitting in the stands and the guy behind me goes, you know, they really know how to rate those goalies in Madavidi. That one two years ago, he was great. And this <laughs> one, he's great too. <laughs> yeah. So oh, strange. Yep. God, amazing. Yep. Yeah. No, I, I had not talked to this guy, but then I, I I just had to go. They're the same person. <laughs> <laughs> it is one and the same. Wow. I wouldn't have said anything. Oh, I would have just, yeah, I, I just let it sit there. Just let it sit there. I want the next comment from that guy a reflex yeah. <laughs> oh man i was in the bleachers for the the minneapolis game and the guy behind me was just one after another and my buddy mark bonin's like you're having a hard time aren't you i'm like yes i want to shut this guy up so bad you know just on <laughs> he just did not have his facts straight let's just yeah. put it that way about certain topics and i was like oh bonds bonds i can't I, don't say anything i'm like i'm not i'm not we had I'm some not. great maple grove people behind us for the final two to the point or eric zimmerman and i, I think became andover fans simply Yes. What, what this man was saying. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Isn't that weird how that can happen? Yep. Like, oh, gosh. You know, <laughs> yeah. what happens to me, I'll be shooting a game and hear some just incredibly stupid thing. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, now I'm kind of leaning this way. Yep. <laughs> and what, if we had been cheering, sitting on the other end, maybe it would have been the opposite. I am but, cheering yep. for the blue team. The red team's parents are annoying me. Mm-hmm. You, know, yeah. you know what I mean? Kind yeah. of thing. And then it happens to me. All the time. <laughs> Weekly. Yep. You know, I'm like, oh, gosh, please mm-hmm. don't say that. Don't say that. You know, yeah. The worst ever, not that this is on topic, but the worst ever, there's a mom out there, and she knows who she is. She will name the other team's players by name from the crowd. Johnson, you're terrible. Uh, and I'm like, Johnson's uh, not on your team, and Johnson's mom is right there. There, like, <laughs> shut up. Almost okay? as good as Kaprunovich, mom. Will be, forever be my favorite hockey mom I've ever. <laughs> yeah, mom. that's true. This is, right. this is not Scott's mom. This was the no. other hipping mom who had strong opinions on her 
Oh, Steve her Aiden. telling her to, yeah. yeah. Pass yeah. the puck, Seven. Oh, Don't be such a puck hog, Seven. Yeah, I love that. I <laughs> love that. Seven's gone on and I had a better that. career. He's, he's done all right for oh, himself. God, I love that. <laughs> I just had a flashback there. Uh, okay, so we're good with Monomini game. Yeah, we're good with Friday. Give and a shout they, to Dardis again for being, I, I know I tweeted out, the best goalie I've seen in my time watching high school hockey. Really? Golly. Yeah. That's a lot of good goalies in there. Yeah. Uh, but in terms of like influence and what he meant for for the state scene, I, I wow! Would, in his three years, I would have to think about that. I that's a great one. Yeah. So you said state tournament or ever in in your hockey in the two thousand the most influential goalie we'll say. I mm. I watched the St. Thomas thirteen team a lot, and I really oh like Zepnik. Here we go. But, oh, I, and I, I, I like can't turn off my camera. Here we go. Oh, yeah, I, just, mute I just muted Excellent. him, so he's yeah. muted. Okay. He, 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 okay. Joe Phil, we're going to be, we're going to be, we'll be muting this part out. Yeah. Ben Dardis didn't have eight D one skaters in front of him. The Hill goaltenders have been super. Joe Phillippe was the other name that came up. Yeah, that would have been the only other one that I would think. Philpi, because I saw Philpi play. A you number know of who was, you know, but he never won a state title. Yeah, you know, oh, I'm oh. talking in your guys' generation here in the last 20 mm-hmm. years. The only one I could think of is Bitzer. Bitzer. Yeah, in, yeah, th- those would be my top three. But Bitzer yeah. would be in that conversation yeah. for that that discussion. He was special. I yeah. I never got to see Alex Lyons in person. And then I'm yeah. trying to think through my generation. There were a lot of you know Rob Stauber changed the yeah. game. Rob Stauber did things in the 80s. That goalies do now, but never did. Like, what's he coming out and playing the puck and shooting it for? Yeah. yeah. Why is he going behind the net and stopping? Oh. This is a high school kid. Hunter you know? Shepard. Yeah. Was but, but he he never he never made out of sections. Yeah. But I think that has to, you have to be in the state tournament. Yeah. To, one you, of the you got to get to that by stage twice. He yeah. he was one of the has the best goaltending performance that I've seen in person, or one of them. That wasn't the topic though. No. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what? But overall, every Do time you think I he's th- the best goaltender in the last twenty years to play in the state. I think Dardis gets yeah. that nod. Dardis or Bitzer? I really do. I think th- in, in the last twenty years, I yeah. think so too. Or Zane. All right. Um, let's see. Um, so we're done with Friday. Oh no, we didn't talk about Andover outworking Hill Murray. Yeah, which I thought was a a you know a when, yeah. when it when it when push came to shove, Andover. Outworked them. Yeah, this team is just a little engine that could. It was kept finding ways to co- like in each of their games. They were down, and found a way yeah. to come back. Yep. They were outshot in yep. every game. Mm-hmm. Some very heavily outshot yep. too. Yeah, um, you wanted to talk about Brady Ingebrigtsen missing that game, throwing I, them off. I, I don't, I'm not a big. I don't buy that. But you can buy. You can try to sell on me on it. My only stance on that is Hill has run four lines all year. So when you start messing with that at the last game of the second to last game of the season, and it I noticed it on the power play when um, Nate Hardy had to move um, Anthony Madigan to a faceoff um, area, and that's when I knew that it, or maybe it was Saint Pierre, one of the two, but I knew that that was when they missed him, it was like just little things. Their top line just couldn't click the same. All right, is that what you got? And, and then I it have cascaded two, I have two down. takes on this, and it cascaded down because when you seal a third liner, it it, it changes your whole format. Can I go? Yeah. 
Okay, first of all, Bill Lechner would not ever make any excuses for losing. No. He would not. That's and the he, first didn't, thing. he didn't. He no. didn't, too. Okay, number two. We're talking Hill Murray here, right? Mm-hmm. Are we are we talk this is like we talking about Hill Murray here? Yeah. I mean, there are guys on their JV that would be on the second lines of some of these teams. Mm-hmm. They're that deep. So, th- no excuse here. I mean, one player, you sh- they are so deep. We're talking Caden Sampere is one of the best kids from the Matamidi system is not playing at Matamidi. He's at Hill, right? These are all these kids are super elite, high, high elite players. No excuse for not beating um, Andover here. Just chem- no excuse. Chemistry for me plays a bigger role. Okay, so let's just say it was Grand Rapids, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say this was Grand Rapids. Yep. Grand Rapids doesn't, you know, they don't have the ability to add depth like like a Hill Murray can add depth. You get what you get, right? They were lucky enough to get Caden Nelson this year, a good Duluth mm-hmm. East transfer. Andover got a, a, had a transfer from Elk River, but it's pretty rare. They have so much talent there. I don't cry for pri- private schools when they have an injury or something. I have no ma- no 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 compassion for that. And I'm, I'm blanking on this, but didn't someone go down in the title game two years ago? And they had, Pull out were, of yeah, duck. Yeah. 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 It was a far more important player than <laughs> Correct. Ingebrigtsen. No disrespect to Ingebrigtsen. Right. Yeah. I I no. just I had seen this team enough to know that when they lose something, a key player like that, it cascaded for them. Don't cry for me, Argentina. <laughs> no tears for Hill Murray. And they are a damn good hockey team. And they were probably the best team in the tournament. I told Coach Lechner, I warned them, they got hot a week too early. Yeah. Yeah. They they, they ran Maple Grove off the ice mm-hmm. two weeks before the tournament. Yeah, I was there. It was so, it was embarrassing for Maple Grove soon. in that game. Correct. So, all right, now we are to the title games. Uh, not much to talk about. The only thing I would want to talk about in the world that hasn't already been talked about or seen on TV, the, the, the performance by Hammer was spectacular. Mm-hmm. And if you think about the two goals, and, and world people will kill me for saying this, they scored two goals, and it was 3-2, to two, but yeah. they're two of the more lucky goals. They were not great goals. They were not great goals. Dan Callaway is probably like, what just happened mm-hmm. there? I mean, the second one we argued at the bar afterwards, I thought was not lucky. But the first one off the pad and in from the shallow angle, yeah. Wenham, that was a little bit lucky. The second one was just weird, you know. Yeah. But if it weren't for the hammer, I think that game could have been five, six, seven, mm-hmm. two. Yeah, I, he was phenomenal. I had an argument with somebody up in the press box when I was like, he's the front runner for the frame six next year. And they're like, him? <laughs> what are you talking about? And I was like, mm, okay. Yeah, his numbers will definitely show well because they're going to, you know, he's got good numbers now, but his career numbers will get even better mm-hmm. next year. Yeah. Um, it'd be hard not to give it to him, but, you know, there's – Engman is the – Engman's other. another one mm-hmm. I keep coming back to. He's outstanding. It's a – it's a two-horse t- race, right? Uh, it, it, there's a couple more. Wishart will be there. Yeah, Carter Wishart's going to have um, a good year. There's a lot of Stam Stockman's there. Yeah. You know, there's there's some kids that can there's make a case. Juice. There's, there's some, some juice there's some for the three. Very good choices. Yep. We'll actually have to talk about that next year. Yeah, there will be some good choices. <laughs> and you just look at career. You know, it's a Lifetime Achievement Award, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, we would have had Dardis. In, in the conversation, in this conversation last year, for sure. Yeah, yeah. just a couple more thoughts on Class A, I guess. Uh, well, first, let's, we should mention Chagabay's performance. You know, he did not leave the ice in the third period in overtime against Matabidi. 
He was on the ice the whole time? He was. Wow. The whole time. And and was still, you no know, had decent legs, at least at the start of the game. It started, you know, coming apart towards the end of the Hermantown game, I think. But he logged insane minutes. Yeah. yeah. Credit to him yeah. for that. And it's funny. Uh, there are some people who would classify, who have classified, not myself, who have classified Jason as who lacks effort. I, I don't <laughs> like, I love it. I'm like, keep, keep saying that. Yeah. Keep I, saying that. Keep saying it. Keep doubting. Add name. I'm adding names to the Jason Shagabay doubt list. Because <laughs> yeah. I will. I will, when he makes it in the NHL, I will say you doubted him. 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 And it's fine. Mm-hmm. Keep doubting Jason Shagabay. He is a legit, you know, uh, NHL also, star. We, we keep pronouncing his name wrong. It's Shagabay. actually Shagabay. <laughs> What's that? Now? It's Shagabay. We were, we were corrected on this. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we talked hey, to son hey, about this. Yeah, Tony was there. Yeah. It's Shaga B. <laughs> that, so for everybody who listened to the game. I, I, I have the conversation different. So. Um, he, I, have the, I have this conversation differently. <laughs> I was Uh-oh. in the same conversation. I, and he says, yeah, it, it, sh- it, it is, should be pronounced Shaga B, but. People pronounce it Shaga Bay. Yeah, so you can pronounce it either or. Yeah. They, tr- uh, the family traditionally had pronounced it Shaga Bay. Correct. But it can be pronounced either or. So when you listen to the TV and we're like, why is they calling him Shaga Bay? Well, that's because before the TV broadcasts, I talked to Jim and Parrish about that and they went with Shaga Bay. Okay. okay. So that's it, just a little. I thought back. they were calling Shaga Bay on the on the broadcast. They could have, uh, but we called him Shaga B on the. Uh, well, this blew up. On I, I have this hammer. I can hit Danny with the hammer okay. now. Okay. There we go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Just a little tired. All right. Um, oh. Double A champ game. Yeah. All right. Uh, is this the time where we can talk about? Is this is the best game ever? We can talk about that. Um, ever is a really weird term. So mm-hmm. first of all, um, before seeding, sometimes the state championship game was played in the first round. Right. It's, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. I remember a Grand Rapids Jefferson game with Steve Bianchi scoring. It was like one versus two at the noon game on yep. Thursday. Like, I can't make it up. Yeah, that used to happen regularly. <laughs> can't yeah. make it up, right? Yeah. So it's really hard to get the best championship game because actually the semifinals was better than that game. You yeah, know? So like East Apple Valley would have been one and two if they seeded in 96. Yes, yep. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, exactly. That's a great example. Mm-hmm. Uh there was, you know, the, the when when Rochester beat Dinah, to me again, that's my I'm whatever was I eleven years old or mm-hmm. ten or eleven years old. To me, that's still the greatest championship game I've ever seen, and it's really hard to duplicate that because now you had an upset too. Yep. Like Maple Grove Andover last night, not an upset, right? No. No. When have we had an upset in the state title game? Right, an upset, a Cinderella goes all the, the way. way through. Yeah, so often, they, so often they get to the final, but pulling the actual upset. Rapids was not an upset, no, dude. They the, had like the, well, the, upset, giving... the upset they pulled was in the semis. Correct. Yeah. That was an upset in the semis. Well, you said all the way through pulling an upset, so that's yeah. why I said that. And they they got yeah. blown out and in it, the it, Moorhead it, game in season. They're, they're and, been, and here's here's yeah. a little factoid: that Rochester team 
ended up having like eight D1 guys on that team. Mm-hmm. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It was an upset by m- mainstream media's yeah. purposes. It's like YZ over Eden Prairie in 2016 was an upset, but not a colossal one. No, yeah. no, yeah. no, 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 not yeah. at all, not at all. None of them are really upsets. I mean, yeah. there's no way you can get that deep into yeah. a tournament of this magnitude with it being an upset. Mm-hmm. But to me, the fact that Edina got beat was just, or Edina East got beat was just like eye-opening to mm-hmm. see. And you, the crowd, I mean, talk about crowd. I mean, you think the East, you know, remember, you know the East Edina, Edina yeah. game? I mean, this is Duluth East. I mean, this mm-hmm. is Mike Randolph. This isn't. This is not an upset. I mean, it was an upset yeah. because of where they'd come from and the, the talent, talent level. Yeah. But there was a lot of talent on that team, right? They were freshmen and eighth graders, but yeah, there was a lot. There was yeah. there was plenty of talent. Ash Altman was a great hockey player. Lucas yeah. Dow was good. There were great hockey players on that team. But imagine what that building felt like mm-hmm. for when they scored and made that upset. Now imagine if it's if it's there there was. It was a championship game. That was a semifinal game. Who was in the building? Lakeville North mm-hmm. and Eden Prairie were also in that building, cheering heavy for East. Yep. Now in the Edina East Rochester game, it's one game. There was no other people. There was basically eighteen thousand people cheering against Edina. Eighteen, seventeen people, seventeen thousand people showed up to cheer against Edina in that game. Mm-hmm. It was magical. That's why that game is when I say best ever. That's the one I keep coming back to. Is that's like, my my heart was like pounding out of my chest. There was so much going on in that game. So, but now with this game last night, I can't remember this much. I mean, obviously last year's game is on par with this year's yeah, game. Yeah, but there were no fans in the stands. Right, it'll be right when Jackson yeah. Blake scores the you know the immaculate goal that he scored. Mm-hmm. Right, because remember he almost whiffed. Right, right? and he had open net and he, and he got it in. But it's like there's no cheer. Yeah, like last year's games are just going to be in this weird black hole. We had, we had two of the best games ever, but it's just... Those two games in a weird, rank up there. Yeah, weird yeah. box where... Don't you agree, Danny? Yeah, I, I think agree. those games just rank up there as incredible games. Yeah, I agree. But it just it felt so different last year. It felt normal this year being there. Oh, I mean, yeah. And the cool part for me... Is there was eighteen four there for the championship game? Yeah, championship game never ever have that many people. (laughs) One of the worst crowds I ever saw was what year was it with the twenty nineteen? There was going to be that snowstorm, and it was a a late conference final. Yeah, that never happened. Remember the snowstorm? It was going to be twenty seven inches. Yeah, it was like it was just ice. ice. They claimed it was sixteen thousand. Yeah, it was like that's not. There was nobody in that building. That was a good game. And it turned out to be a fantastic game. game. Overtime, but still. It was just that game didn't compare. The only no. the only game that I felt so emotional about was the Duluth East um, EP game. EP game in eleven, mm-hmm. right? That yes. was a phenomenal game. That that before was the best double A championship game I've ever yeah. seen. And and they're very different games too because that East EP was it was three to two. It was much tighter. It was back a lot and of forth, hitting. very even, very yeah. Physicality was, yeah. was what Her, really was much, much, yeah. much, much more of the chess match going on than just running up Where and down. Last and down, night and was down. a horse race. Yep. I mean, and it was as Lou Nanny said. It was they put the gas in the engine and it never ran out of gas mm-hmm. the entire game. I don't know those kids. Literally for twenty dollars, twenty dollars it cost to get into that game last night. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you could that's catch robbery. a robbery. Yeah, you could catch totally an overtime that's game before it, it too if you wanted to. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, you could. That was a great third place game. game. <laughs> we watched the truck of that one. I kept yeah. thinking about that on the car ride home because yeah. keep an eye on that game. I was like, what if this thing goes to quadruple overtime and it overruns the seven o'clock start? That would be the best thing ever. Yeah, I would have enjoyed that. That would have been the best thing ever. <laughs> We're going to suspend play. <laughs> <laughs> Send it over to Tria. <laughs> at 6.58, they're going to walk over in their skate guards to play its Tria. Yeah, I know. We're not missing this championship game. I know. but Both teams get a third-place trophy. I, I don't know if I can remember another game that had so many grade-A opportunities with fantastic saves oh. all mm-hmm. at the same time. So I'm clipping the goals last night, right? Clipping the goals, clipping the saves. There were like 10 more that I couldn't even get out because another one would come on top of it. Yeah. Like Austin Bronze, I mean, there was like three or four of his I didn't get to. Yep. Yeah. And he made some amazing saves. There were some big hits in the game. There were some great sellies in the game. You couldn't get it all. Yeah. You just could not mm-hmm. get it all and get it up fast enough. There was just overload. And then there's some games you're like, okay, there's a pan of a girl with a – The wave you know, is going yeah. on. It's <laughs> the wave. <laughs> Woo. There's a pan of a girl with a rainbow afro. That was interesting. You know, like some like yeah. that's the most interesting the thing in the game. Yeah, <laughs> highlight in the game. That was the Hermantown Alexandria game. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you're like, okay, what are we doing here, you know? But I so. that game – yeah, I – it's the best state tournament game that I have seen in person. Yeah, I, I my Rochester one tops that, but I wanted to put give some history to it as yeah. well because it seems like a lot of times our history is just in the last 20 years. Because yeah. that's what it is for Danny and me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. correct. No, I'm, I'm with you, but I'm like, no, this thing was uh, on a different level yeah. of yeah. craziness. Yeah, and it was – I don't know, that – there were so many mood swings in that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, I mean, to score two goals in 13 seconds to end a period. Yeah. Two. Right. Yeah. yeah <laughs> like, I, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. It was unbelievable. And then I thought Andover had it when Casey scored that, that snipe in the third. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. my tweet yeah. on that one was like, Caden Casey's 29th, I'm yeah. going to paraphrase, 29th of the season, but might be the best in his life. Yep. If you think about yeah. it, yeah. he went. End to end, toe drag, bar down. Yeah, yeah, that was. It was, was like that was unbelievable. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I thought that that was that was it. I, I mean, can you think of a better goal in his life that he would have scored? Nope. No. Eighteen thousand people, and he just went, and he went literally completely coned some kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if this team didn't have Cooper Conway right now, they probably would have lost to Moorhead. It would have lost Rapids. Yeah. <laughs> Cooper was a big part of that. He's yeah. such a big part of that team. Yeah. He solidified that top line. It, it, we did not. We discounted Cooper Conway we when we were yep. making this. Yeah. And my apologies. Because he just had that much of an impact. It made teams really look at him as a player to watch. And it just, yeah. Every part of that team, top to bottom, had just a great night. Yeah, this is good. Well, I'm, my, my texts are flying in the door right now. It was fu- funny in the press conference. Manny had an, um, a watch on an iWatch, yeah. uh, Apple Watch, and just ding, ding, ding. Oh, his phone was just a ding, 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 ding. Yeah. <laughs> it was just lighting up like yeah. a Christmas tree. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was. That's cool. Yeah, and speaking of Mark, I just need to give him a shout. One of the 
truly great guys oh. in high school hockey. Is yeah. Anyone more deserving of a state title than Mark Manny? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's yeah. fun to watch. I mean, mm-hmm. here's a guy who doesn't need to work, doesn't nope. need to coach, just kind of does it because he likes it. A uh, fantastic guy. I mean, I, I was so happy for him. You know, I love those yeah. embraces. Yeah. And, you know, the, the and, coach and, embraces and are was, awesome. He was so subdued on the bench, too. He saw everyone explode. He's just like, yeah. oh, yeah. yeah so and he's he handing out the medals yeah. Yeah. to the kids. Yeah. Every kid, hey, Petey, got You know, yeah. he was just like a little <laughs> kid out there when he's handing out the medals. It was pretty cool. So he talked about his subduedness in the press conference, yeah. and he said, you know, my background is you always have to prepare for the worst. Yeah, <laughs> to happen, and so I'm still thinking the worst thing yeah. can happen. <laughs> They're gonna review it. There's this. They're gonna review it. <laughs> yeah. I, Let's go review that goal. It it was cool for me. Like after the team celebrated, Weston Knox skated as hard as possible and gave Mark a great big hug too. I don't know if you guys saw that, but that oh, was really Weston cool. Knox just you know goes up. You know, tenfold. We didn't have a news section in here, but thanks to Jim Erickson, he outed Weston Knox of his commitment. I guess no better way to get your commitment revealed to Air Force Academy, but on statewide TV. That's better than Twitter, yeah. If you think about it, yeah. And I knew he was committed to Air Force, as he told us in the in the in the room in his interviews. But I would never ever go on social media without someone's permission to right. post it. Yep. But what better way to have it, you know, reveal that he's going to Air Force Academy like his Yeah, I don't think coach. you care. Who cares? <laughs> it's yep. fantastic. And there he was on the boards, slapping high fives on camera with his little brother Dylan. And it was just it was like this is so cool. The kids is on Cloud Nine. He came and inter- he came and interrupted Graving's interview. Did you see that? No, he has, no, oh, no, it was no, unbelievable. No, so he comes in, he's he's got his headset on and everything. Yeah. And Weston comes streaking in, which would normally look really bad. He's jumping somebody's interview. But he goes, this kid's the uh, uh, certified beauty. He's going to the NHL. Attaboy, Weston. boy. He came into the press conference, pointed at me, and goes, that's why you never doubt the Huskies. <laughs> yeah, that's the best. Fun kid. That is the best. So, oh. so congratulations, Tim, on that commitment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it, it, it was a total... AJ Reed moment. I'm like, we all know oh, who's going to win this Herb Brooks, <laughs> Brooks Award. Yep. I didn't even have to. I got, yep. I, you know, some years you just, it's so easy. That was yeah. the easiest one of all time. So, yeah, it was congratulations like, nah. to Weston on that. So, you know, he doesn't get Mr. Hockey finalist, but I think he got a little something better. Because think about West. Mr. Hockey Finals, you just go sit there and you get your 30-second interview by some random broadcaster yeah. that you don't know. <laughs> and watch why he chases this broadcast to the banquet later. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, actually, in post. We'll yeah. Be, yeah. Oh, well. But, I mean, it's really, I mean, it's cool to get that, but what he got was way bigger. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I it's, like it's the old when one door closes, another mm-hmm. one opens. His yeah. door was yeah. gigantic. He, he got a better door. He got a much better door. Yeah. No and question about it. One quick thing. I don't know if this is going to make sights and sounds. I just know a lot of the backstories on a lot of these kids, and there was uh, a lot of video footage after the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Billy Thorson is he's, he was the 04 Blades coach. He coached a lot of these kids. And then Josh Giuliani and Landon Gunner somewhere on the team. And I didn't catch video of him going to give Gundy a hug, but I saw him giving uh, Giuliani a hug. And they, they go way back. I mean, there's uh, we're talking hundreds and hundreds of hours of training and development and travel and playing together. And to see B- Billy have the wherewithal to go over and, and console Josh, especially Josh had such an unbelievable tournament. Eight goals 
Did yeah, he have? Yeah. yeah. Can we talk about the Maple Grove team a little bit too? Just because they were unbelievable. They were so they did everything they right. needed to right. Yeah. They, yeah. That's a good point. I mean, we've been pumping and over here. I mean, at no time during that game did I know who was going to win that game. Mm-hmm. No. And that's what makes it so fun. Yep. They oh. were the better team. 50% of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, yeah. there was there was a point in the first period where I thought they might just pull away with it. They may blow them out. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their that, game that, plans. The late goal, I think they got a... Yeah, well, well, they got the third one. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, oh, it's 3-1, to one, end of the period. Oh, that's a backbreaker. But, yeah. of course, Andover scores 10 it's seconds later. Right away, later, yeah. But. Huge goal. <laughs> the the way that they scored first in, in the prior late game and first last night in the Andover game was just... that Those two goals were such statement goals. Yeah. So, well, so decisive in how these, that top line moved. They were good. They were yeah. so good. And, 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 you know, anybody who can see the game, can see the reason there's that line is so good is because of Landon Gunnarsson. Mm-hmm. That kid can just pass oh. the puck. I mean, yeah. Did he hit 60 assists? I think he did hit 60 he assists. Must, he would have, I think. 60 assists? That's I know. crazy. I know. And he was out uh, for like Yeah, he a, missed a game. Uh, or, he just missed the game yeah, I saw right. this yeah. year for sure. So yeah. So that's an unbelievable number. Danny Nelson had a really good tournament. Oh. Yeah, yeah, you can say that again, and, and no one's surprised <laughs> by that. Yeah, yeah. you know, he he jumps up very well right now. Yeah, and, and it's so cool to see. I thought their blue line was good. Argonaut I thought they played they're, really well. The, mm-hmm. the line, uh, Chayton Fisher really yeah, made Fisher, a name for himself. Steenerson, right? yeah, Steenerson and Stanson. Yeah, they're Stanson so big. Played, yeah, they're so big. You know what? A great game last night was Jack Kernan. He had yeah. a great yeah. game. And, and and maybe because I, I've known Jack for so long, but I've expect I expected more out of out of Jack this year. Just come this was gonna yeah. be his big year. And he really hasn't pointed up a whole bunch and and I thought, well God, you know, he's gonna really stand out here in the state tournament and he not didn't hear his name called a lot on, on Thursday and Friday. But holy smokes, he made some big, big plays last night. Think about this. So, summer hockey, there's the one summer tournament at Big and Braemar. Oh, and right, with the high school mm-hmm. kids. And Maple Grove was in the finals for that. They won it yeah. the last two years, I want to say. Yeah. Yeah, because you and I went to it this year. Yep, and we saw them play Wyzetta. Yeah. So it, and I they just, handled them. Yeah. It, so, uh, that game doesn't mean anything, but it, it's it, a – Decent little litmus test. Yeah. 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 It's been useful in the past. It's too. a decent, you know, we had Delano and Rapids in s- the summer of 16 yeah. leading mm-hmm. into 17. What happened there? They were both in the state tournament. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty good. It's pretty good stuff. So yeah. now on to the fun stuff. What, what are some things that we saw at the tournament that weren't hockey related? Yeah. Can roll through some sights and sounds, especially since, uh, you know, I was kind of the only one who was in the stands the whole time because uh, we, yes. we were all doing really different things. Danny was in the press box almost all the time. I, well, games, I, I games. attended all the games. Two, two sessions. sessions. Yeah. I think that's the way I like it. Yeah. And uh, I don't need to be at every session. Tony can be way more efficient. When, when I'm not credentialed. Not there. Yeah. I thought I did more 
for YHH when I wasn't in the building than I, when I was. Yeah. I did nothing for YHH this week. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I, <laughs> Thanks a lot, I, I, have, I have about three words written of my essay, so it'll come sometime this week. <laughs> I don't know when. Three yeah. words. Yep. That <laughs> was fun. Yep, yes. there it is. Yep. <laughs> I, I, that, that was one of my tweets last night. I was just like, damn, this is fun. Yeah. <laughs> That's what all I got. So all right. <laughs> we'll work on it. that. But some fun things. Um, some great student sections this year. Uh, some really great support. Prior Lake, let's start with them. What, yep. what a what support. Yeah. They it was fun to watch. that building. And it was they fun were great. They had six sections yeah. in the both uh, sessions. Yeah. Uh, West Metro was texting me this week. Yeah. Who had a bigger section? Was it Minneapolis? Because you can yeah. Hard to measure. It's hard to, yeah. Right? And then Prior Lake, because mm-hmm. they, it's double A versus A. You have lower bowl versus lower bowl, upper yep. bowl. You know, I would say it was, I think it was pretty even. Don't you think? Probably. So if I yeah. said Minneapolis had more, I so feel like I'm lying. And yeah. I think if I had Prior Lake, I feel like I'm lying. I think I would just call it a wash. Sure. I'd say they yeah. both showed up, up in spades well. for those first two games. Mm-hmm. Prior Lake is just pulling from one school, and I think that's the only difference between Is them. that an advantage or disadvantage? A disadvantage, I think. Yeah, but, I mean. Well, and Minneapolis kids didn't have to go to school the next day. Yeah. Either, or Thursday. that day there, or the there, day after. Because let's not kid ourselves. That's a Washburn Southwest team, yeah. right? And I so think are there kids a, from South and Edison and Henry showing up at the game? Probably not a probably ton. Not. Yeah, and just looking at yeah. who was in the crowd. I, I know yeah. that some of the cheerleaders were not Southwest Washburn, so they okay. attended. So I'm guessing there were some kids from those schools yeah. that were attending. Yeah, and there was an Edison it, There's a lot of jackets, a uh, lot yep, of Edison yep. love because Deedzik was A lot of coaching. alumni. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Yeah, for sure. And there, I will say there was more Minneapolis adults than Prior Lake oh, adults. No yeah. No doubt in that. Yeah, no doubt. Mm-hmm. It was interesting. I, someone had told me this on Friday. I don't know. Maybe it was one of you guys told me this, that, that uh, Joe Deedzik's hat is a, yeah. is a hat tip, no pun intended, to two coaches, yeah. yep. Willard Eichela, mm-hmm. uh, who he thought was the greatest high school hockey coach, and Jim Baxter, my high school coach at yeah. Southwest. Yep. Jim always wore a cowboy hat because he was the West Cowboys coach for ah. 20 or 30 years, and he always wore a cowboy hat. Yeah. And then when he went to Southwest, they were the Indians. He kept wearing a <laughs> cowboy, cowboy hat, hat. <laughs> which is the most Jim Baxter thing to do if you knew Coach Baxter. Uh, yeah, coach well, was good. just a the guy came out of the womb as a coach. He just was a coach for his whole life. You know, he's the the consummate coach. But the best is he's he had his cabin in, in Ely, right? Yeah. So now he's retired and he lives in Ely. Mm-hmm. Oh well, heck, Ely. he's been there for what thirty five minutes and he turns into the Ely head coach. Right. Like literally within a year, he was the Ely head coach. I'm like, yeah. that's the most Jim Baxter thing ever. Your mm-hmm. podcast with Wiz Wyatt it really does a good job talking about Jim Baxter <laughs> because Wiz. And you both had him. It's yeah, funny. it's just so funny. He was a great guy, just an absolute peach. I mean, one of the best. He was the, probably the worst teacher I have ever had. In my life. <laughs> God rest his soul. Oh. Literally, I could have written "War and Peace," the most beautiful yeah. written essay ever. And if I literally, because it was handwritten, yeah, it was handwritten essays. And if I if I crossed off. Like a they and what put them instead or whatever yeah. a, a that and a they or something, he would knock a point off. So I would get like ninety if I had seven of them. Yeah, I would get ninety three on my for, essay for correcting your errors. I could have written. Yeah. I could have written a perfectly perfect piece of paper. <laughs> And written literally crap, suck, dick, suck, this, whatever. <laughs> there. And if it was written perfectly, yep. it yep. would have been 100. 
Huh. Yeah. <laughs> what did I learn here? I learned nothing other than just to write. He never actually read it. He just would just go in there and he would correct and go, oh, you had six errors on there. That's a 94. Yep. And that's how he corrected. And then I became his teacher's aide and I watched him do it again. And I would correct his papers. So he goes, yeah, look for all the typos on there. <laughs> you're not even. But actually, he was a good. I should take that back. He was a great teacher. Bad grader. Grader. He was a terrible grader. There we go. Bad, a terrible grader. He was a great. He could teach the topic. Subject matter, health. He was a fantastic health teacher and a great biology teacher. But how he graded stuff was just a joke. <laughs> I think we just laughed at it. Yeah, assessment's a big part of yeah. teaching. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so student sections. Yes, back to student sections. <laughs> we got and, to Jim Baxter. Yep, yeah. um, and I thought um, Maple Grove and Andover were both excellent in the, by, the, by the final, too. They had yeah. really big crowds, and yeah. they were going back and Not forth, as they and should be. For I mean, Andover, they, considering they had their yeah. spring, spring break. break. For three years in a row, yeah. the yeah. AD and They, they need who, to fix that. Yeah. Whoever calendars their yeah. stuff. No. Yeah, you can, you're a hockey really school hard. now, Andover. You have to adjust. <laughs> I, I met the Andover AD on Friday night, and he came and approached me, and he's like, you're the guy that does all the interviews. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we love those interviews with the girls and the boys and that stuff. Yeah. So uh, I'm it, glad that uh, people outside of the hockey world, because he's mm-hmm. in the sports right. world, yeah. see yeah. that. That's fun to see. It's fun yeah. to see some of these ADs who are clearly having fun with things. I think it was the... The, the Monticello didn't have their band either, but you could see like the their AD like came over to Ma- Mankato East, who was on the other side, and asked if they could bang their drum for the boost chant. And yeah. they no did. Way. Yeah, they, they, one, one of the fans, you know, had just you know that's awesome. one, one of the letters in his shirt, you know, went over and hit the, hit the drum. And, yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. awesome! Which is cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just, that's such that's a, a Mankato thing to do yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Sure. and yeah. they joined in. Yeah, yeah. because yeah. why not? For yeah. sure, for sure. I love that. I love that. Mm-hmm. All right, what um, else you got see. there? Uh, well, D- Danny got three jerseys, so it was a great jersey tournament yeah, for Danny. Really? Yeah, really? Yeah. I don't even know this. Yeah, <laughs> because it's been busy. So Joe from Monomedi got me a Monomedi um, 910 jersey. I like that. So, I think I knew that. And then I went, Gemini was there, so then I um, got a Blaine and a Eastview jersey. Which Blaine? Uh, it's a white Not white blue? Yeah. No. It was, it was, it the, was it the was it just get the Boston Bruins? No. B? No, it's just the standard Blaine. Script? Yeah. B? Script uh, Bruins. Yeah. It's okay. I think their I youth care. has the Boston Bruins B on it. They, when they do a third jersey. They put the Boston Bruins B yeah, on Yeah, the it. baby blue tends yeah. to have it. I was talking to Kyle Owen of Vintage Minnesota. Yeah. He, he has, um, let's say, multiples times more, like 10 <laughs> times more, over 10 times more jerseys than I have. So. Oh, game on! You've been game one-upped. on! You've been one up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and like they, those guys, like there's jerseys collectors out there. They have Neil Broughton's green, his actual green jersey. Oh my gosh! Is, so you're like going to uh, go down a dangerous black hole. Yeah, I've. You're like a 36 handicapper, right? Compared to these yep. guys, I thought yep. I was coming in strong. Yeah, <laughs> I thought no. I was a top flight guy. You're, you got I a got, lot of I work to do, Danny. Seniors division. <laughs> yep. I got embarrassed. Second flight. I'm president's flight person <laughs> right now. Not yeah. even. Not <laughs> yeah, even president's, president's flight. flight. Uh, only yeah. Townsend will get this reference. Oh my but, gosh! Yeah, oh. yeah, that was it. But it's still very cool to see, like, there's other people. Yeah. I would love to see I will say, no one else probably has I, high, gets I high can school. show you some of it later. 
Well, I could do a video on that. I'd like to see yeah, that. Yeah, it would be badass. a fun podcast to yeah. kind of talk to those guys about picking. Yeah. Because it's really like an American Pickers type of yes. stuff that they do. Yes. <laughs> and it's re- Some of the stuff he does is very American, American Pickers. Pickers. Yes. It, I love when I see tweets from him occasionally. Or like, we ran into this Harry blah, blah, blah from, you know, World War II veteran. And we have his box of stuff. And it's yeah. like, and he just combs through mm-hmm. it. And yeah. Archives it. It's pretty cool. Kyle lives of what we want to always do. He spends a lot of time. We. Uh, yeah. We here, the three of of us, us. I would love that. Yeah, I love pouring through old stuff like that. It's It's so cool. Yeah. Anyways, I think when I retire, I'm going to. Gosh, I can't believe I'm saying this. I want to go back and update all the records. Yeah, that's I. It's a microfilm. Yep. Just get the microfilm and just start plugging in scores, plugging in scores, build my own database, have it all done, just like the guy did from Dan did from. From Prior Lake. He did it. Yeah. He went back and went all through 74. All Prior Lake stats are up to date clean, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. He goes, yeah, some might be a little bit off, but I think I'm in the the 90% range on all of our stats for all of our games, going through all those games. Now you got to do that 149 more times. Yeah, plus more because there have been all those defunct schools. Right, all the defunct stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I I was texting with Bo. It it would feel so good, though. It's kind of like RRR. Right. You know, he did that, and he's Mm -hmm. got it done, so... Yeah, I was texting with Bo before the tournament. I sent him some um, stuff for Elite Prospects. Um, oh, oh, Marchwick. Yeah. yeah, yeah. F- for like, I took pictures of the the yearbooks that I have for St. Thomas. Yeah, because yep. I started in seventh from grade old, from older teams. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. so pre. Yeah, starting with the O three team. When, when is hockey? Oh four, nine, ten. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. So, yeah. but then like our yearbooks only had like. D. Ryan. It's like, we can go color, but we can't spend that extra letter. (laughs) And so that, I still got to help him out with that because, like, it's just, Elite Prospects is so nice for our rabbit hole purposes. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, Let's see. Other stuff. Uh, Got to go. Got some chance to meet some great people. Got to hang out with the Prior Lake uh, private party a little bit. Yes. Tom <laughs> Reeds. They, were, yep. they had a fun time. They had a big party. Uh, got the, a lot of world people. World people are just always excellent. They're so easy. Yeah. It's just so And so, fun, you fun know, to talk to. that's why when when I'm in mm-hmm. Warroad or see the mm-hmm. world people, it's just it's like almost like being like home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It's it's so natural. And I now have a foam hammer that I will yeah. put to good use. I like it. Yep. Yeah, they make us feel... Special. At home. Mm-hmm. They yeah. make us feel special. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, it, I think the feeling's probably a little mutual there. Yep. Yeah. So let's, okay, now let's talk about not feeling at home. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, we have more than one or just one topic I wanted, wanted on the, the agenda here? Well, how deep do you want to go, Tony? I'll go. Yeah. I'll go deep. You bring it up, I'll, I'll, I'll knock it out of the park. Yeah, well, I think we, we don't want to. So, you know, whine about our, our own situations too much, but obviously it was a tough tournament for us. Having we did get one credential, which was great, so Peter got to write. Correct. And we have we have other ways. You know, Danny in on the radio and things. Yeah, like Danny that. goes but on the radio. Um, KSTC reached out to me asking uh, if mm-hmm. I had a good photographer who could shoot some games, uh, shoot their Dairy Queen pictures, and do some sights and sounds stuff for them. And so I offered up Brianna, and she got in, and and it wasn't sweet. Once they discovered that she was wearing a YHH jacket, that wasn't too beloved. Um, there were it wasn't just that wasn't the only bad that, that was the only bad thing for us, but there was lots of other just like uh, 
photographers being escorted out. Uh, there was By there was this there was, it was just what the high school league is doing with its press corps, not just YJ. So this isn't just us. No, what they're yeah. doing with the entire press corps, it's uh, it's very very troubling, and I don't know really what the motive is, but uh, eventually it will be found out what their motive is. But I, I think they're trying to control the message somehow. Right. But I don't know yeah. what the message they're trying to control. Yeah. I really so don't. So unclear. I, I don't know. KFAN got one credential. Let's put it that way. Yeah. And they're <laughs> mainstream media. So, like, even the what I've learned is the mainstream media isn't even... Mainstream. Isn't really got the red carpet. I've always thought, I've told you guys yeah, this yeah. the other day, I always thought it was just kind of like, yeah, this newfangled podcaster, you know, blogger, we don't need those people in this press box. Um, I get that, and that's fine. You know, we are the newer form of, of media, and that's okay. And yeah. we're going to have to f- keep fighting and keep proving ourselves, and I kind of mm-hmm. like that uh, MO anyway. But when the mainstreamers are getting, you know, thrown around up there, it's it's, it's a little bit troubling. Mm-hmm. You know, to me, it it was. It, I mean, we'd walk around the rink this week, and people would like stop us. Yeah. Oh yeah, it, I, that's part of the reason I don't like to go to the tournament. <laughs> and I wasn't wearing any YHH stuff because yeah. my jacket was not on me. Right, and, and still getting stopped. No, by people. I, it's to me. It's very not that I don't like talking to people, but literally you can't sometimes go ten feet. Like, I it's it hard. It, it's hard, especially when. You want to see the game, or if you're on a timeline like uh, uh, I am with calling, because you're on s- scheduled pee breaks yeah. type of thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and and oh, so yeah. it's it's not that you don't want to talk to people. It's you, you need to keep moving. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep, I do like it. It just gets a little bit overwhelming for yeah. me anyway at a tournament. I'm like, okay, I'd like to be in the suite because then I could control Who's yeah. around? Who's around? That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's just so odd that we all have the same agenda here. We want to promote high school kids, yeah, having fun and doing Play great hockey. stuff. And I don't understand why the city is to be difficult. But no, I know. Uh, other let's, well, around this top to the state high school league, uh, the programs uh, seems like are permanently going forward, not going to be printed. Correct. Yep. Yeah, clear Correct. boards I, and printed programs are a thing of the past. I I, yeah. I I boycotted the program, did not download it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I down. I did yeah. download it so yeah. I could take a screenshot of it. And believe it or not, yeah. the screenshotted program tweet yep. blows up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for both girls and boys. Just I took a quick screenshot of it and said, "Here's the program. Here's it up." And well, it's literally, a, it's such it's, a collector's item. And yeah, now, and there's no such thing. Now I need to go sit and print it. Yeah, and, and bind it. Yep. Hey FedEx, this is what I'm looking Get for. Your paper yeah. cutter out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Do you have glossy paper like this one? <laughs> Can I get it wire bound? Yeah, <laughs> the staple. In the side, All right. Uh, what else? You also, got there? there no handshakes, which is oh apparently a, a lingering relic of I warned you guys. COVID theater, but, I warned uh, you. Yep. COVID theater. I love that word. Yep. Trust the theater, mm-hmm. but. For hockey, the handshake in postseason play is such an important part of the game. It, it stems from the top leg down, and, and the handshake during the cup, you know, f- yeah, the playoffs is such. Uh, I watched the cup finals, f- like the last game for the handshake line. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it, so cool. It's so cool. It is so cool. I agree with that. The thing about it is, if 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 the handshake, if the stick tap thing was meant to mitigate 
COVID for some reason, right? In a building with 18,000 people and keep going. I mean, without masks and no vaccine mandate and et cetera, et cetera. Just keep going, right? Yep. Just, yeah, keep going, Carl. Preach on, preach on. <laughs> but the funniest part about it is if that was its intent, right, to do the stick tap mm-hmm. is to mitigate COVID, then where's the who's officiating them all going and hugging each other when right. it's all over? Because yeah. Uma broke the broke the ice. She was the uh, she crossed the the uh, line. She just went right over and did it. And then from that point on, it just kind of just nobody. You know, coaches were shaking hands after Silly. the tick tap. This is literally you will be looked at back at it. Is this the most ridiculous policy you've ever instituted? I mean, there's been plenty of them. Yeah, yeah. this well, ranks up there list. with tier two. This yeah. ranks up with the tier one, <laughs> tier two stupidness, if that's a word. It is ignorance. Well, it just doesn't promote sportsmanship. That's I. It takes away the, from the sportsmanship of the game, and it, it lets. You know, players leave the ice without really shaking hands of other players. Well, it's, it's interesting, um, and 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 again, I want to go back to more common sense. And I don't know what was it when Jake was my son was in two thousand eight, nine, ten, eleven, somewhere in there in his youth pee wee squirt days. There was a SARS outbreak. I don't have the year exactly oh, yeah. right, and so that year because of flu or whatever it was called, instead of shaking hands barehanded, it was fist pump with your glove on, and that was what we did. And that's what they did to mitigate it. Yeah. Yeah. This, things can be done where you can still have a handshake line. We and can not, adjust. We can adjust. Yeah. But no handshake line, like Carl said, 18,000 people without masks. Yeah. Yeah. No mandate for vaccine. I mean, come on. Come on. This over. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or at least for now. The mandate well, has been ripped off. At least governor, for now. The governor wasn't wearing a mask. I know. When my I, goodness. When I saw him. He was not. I'm not going there. Nope. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not All right. going there. One last place to go. <laughs> and we're just destroying the high school league right now. Yeah. This is not round three for destroying the high school league. And I, I'm going to do this one. Ready? New Prague? Yeah. Yep. Uh, and if you guys chime in if you want or just mm-hmm. completely back off 40 feet and not participate so, in this so podcast. So say what Look happened. Carl's pushing his chair roll. back. How, much, how, how long is this cord on these, on these headphones? I am not no. affiliated with Tony Zozo. <laughs> I do not know him. Okay. So – there's this third or fourth grade kid from New Prague who makes a symbol to get someone to punch you symbol. Um, <laughs> and it went, okay, I'm just going to go set it this way. I have been, and we have been, um, collectively anti-New Prague on this show. Okay? Sure. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I think we have. Uh, Be- I have Anti-New Prague behavior. Because of their yeah. behavior, right? Not anti-New Prague itself. There right? are many great people in New Prague. But, yes. Yeah. We have been, because of the behavior in basketball and hockey games. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, uh, take, you know, a third or fourth grade kid. So I've taken my third or fourth grade children to sporting events, state tournaments, mm-hmm. and I kind of always know where they are. And then, you know, we can run around the rink a little bit. Well, that, that, that's okay. But you should kind of know where your third or fourth grade kid is if he is behind the glass in front of a TV camera. So the parents should be held a little bit accountable here. But at the end of the day, a third or fourth grade kid is not here to incite a race riot. <laughs> is that a fair statement? Would you guys agree with that? I think so. That's yeah. not the shot that ballys over <laughs> the wall. Yeah, that is not, right? And, nope. and the fact that they called him out, made a statement, responded to criticisms on social media. People are very sensitive about New Prague. But picking on a third or fourth grade kid is is – 
just seems wrong to me. Uh, it, it felt like they were just like, oh, well, we're going to jump on this too and, and come off as woke and, and all, all, you know. Mm -hmm. To me, it's, it was bad. And the reason I'm even bringing this up, I wouldn't even have brought this up, but then what Josh Giuliani did in the Friday night game when he scored his hat trick, he counted one, two, three, and put the exact same symbol on TV, yep. and nothing happened to that. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I don't think that Josh Giuliani was making it. Of course a, not. No, at no, he was all. counting his hat trick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but yeah. it's the same symbol, correct, Carl? Yeah. And yeah. one kid gets shredded and one doesn't. And I think there's a double standard there by the high school league. Is once you go there, my point is once you go there where you, where you went with with the New Prague third or fourth grader, because they said they call it upper elementary aged kid. They, it was in there right. That's what they upper, wrote. Upper elementary. They, they wrote it right, like okay. literally. Uh. It's just wrong. I'm just going to go out there and say it's just wrong. I mean, that, that was wrong. Uh, this is not a New Prague moment. Soon, it, that was a non-news story as far no, as I'm concerned. No, and the stuff that New and Prague... Let, let's let New Prague repair itself, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And the things that they did to gain this reputation were a lot worse than what this kid... kid did. Yeah. yeah. A lot worse. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Just one final note. I just wanted to comment on the officiating overall over the course of the tournament. I thought it was great. Unbelievable. Yeah. They, yeah. Rarely get, they rarely get their backs padded but mm -hmm. you know yeah uh my good friend uh tony lancet and and dan kavark were fishing last night's double a game and yep. you're in good hands yeah. when when those two are in charge yeah, like danny's been a wcha ref for years and tony's the best referee in the state bar none yeah so whoever's choosing those referees mm -hmm. they know what they're doing yeah, and it, it was consistent across all the games there was no game got out of hand nothing nothing got too many ticky-tack calls. You know, they let a few things go here and there, but that's fine. And it was even in that right. way. And I thought it was exactly very even-handed, and I thought all the calls, there was no real bad call made. Nope. No, that's true. No the question about it. The only other thing that I want to say is, like, the celebrations mm -hmm. by um, Maple Grove last night, I felt like Tony. <laughs> coming an old man. I got, I got a few of them last night. I got a few of those texts last yeah. night. Tony. I'm coming around to your way of thinking. I got three of those last yeah. night. And uh, I'm sorry. I they Just celebrate normally. Yeah, celebrate with your teammates. Team. But the problem that I had was the Minnesota State High School League instituted a rule about celebrating excessively at the, in January. And, then and those, those were... Very. Those were NFL style celebrations. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is this is turnover in the NFL. Yeah. Skate down to the, the doing camera. the gritty, you yeah. know, type of thing. I didn't it even just, mind the gritty. But yeah, it yeah. Took forever. That, that, that one was actually. It took good for it's to, the things that take forever. Yeah. It's when the gloves come off. It is dude, I'm I'm telling you, I the felt long like skate, Tony. The gallivanting is mm -hmm. that the word I use? That's, that's that a good word. They gallivant down the ice, yeah, like, away from dude, away from your teammates, away from your teammates, yep. into the yep. crowd yep. where you're jumping into plexiglass. Mm -hmm. I mean, it make none of it really because you got a backdoor goal and it was all you. There was a couple years ago. It might have been the. Uh, Cooking and Grew, when they were playing Bantams, they would jump into the bench all together. Like, yeah. the whole team would dive into the bench for every goal. Every that goal. That was a cool – so the ones that matter. Okay. I mean, it was yeah. 91 yeah. Yeah. they yeah. won. But <laughs> it was so cool. It's yeah. like, that's so cool. They would hogpile into the bench all together. Like, Hill that Murray is cool. did that, like, one I season. Love that. I love I go, that. This is – that's great. Because what is more team and when the whole team is celebrating, celebrating together. together. Yeah. yeah. It was cool. It was really cool. So – Anyways, I All just right. yeah, I felt like Thank Tony. you for bringing that up. Mm -hmm. 
I do appreciate that one. All right, now the fun is starting, right? This is why everybody's here. Who's okay. coming and who's going, right? Who's coming? Yep. Oh, Lord. I hate it. This is to my knowledge. I'm answering these questions to my knowledge and partly to my opinion. Part of it's to track record of the kid, track record of the school, track record. It's just like it's my gut. If I'm wrong, call me tomorrow. Actually, it's take like that. Text me tomorrow. Don't call, <laughs> Don't call you. No calls will be taken right. on Monday. Tony's on the hot seat. Here we go. Here okay. we go. Tony's. Well, we'll all kind of coming and going. Okay, so I'm going alphabetical by team here. All right. Caden Casey and over forward. Um, I'm gonna say Stan. Um. If you have things to say about why mm-hmm. each, I just yeah, well, I think Casey Conway and and Cooper talk, Conway, I, yeah, Cooper Conway. Um, I think that crew will come back, and I think Bill Thorson's a big part of that. <laughs> He's uh, a big part of that, and so you know, it's Gavin's dad as the assistant yeah. coach. I think there will be let's hey let's make another run at this. Let's go twofer. Um, and so that's Cooper. Conway, Gavin yep. Thorson. Yep. They're all juniors, yep. too. I think they'll all come mm-hmm. back. Um, Drew Stewart, Benilde. Uh I think he'll come back. I think he'll try to make a USHL roster. I don't I don't know if his height will get him there. Height and weight, too. Yeah, that's too, yeah. Yeah. True. Um, Carter Cranky, Blake. He's coming back. I can see that, too. It, 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 Values Blake. Yep. yep. Uh, Our favorite deer. <laughs> Jackson Seibel, uh, Cambridge goaltender, freshman. Coming back. Could you see a transfer? I For sure. It wouldn't surprise me. For just, sure. Just because there's a track record. Yeah. yeah yep. Of that. Um, Peyton Blair, Centennial. Coming back. Yeah. Harper Searles, Centennial. I could see him making a USHL roster. Would he take it? Yes. Um, Sam Renzel for Chaska, defenseman, one of our Player of the Year finalists. Juicy one. He go. Yep. Um, Sam Sheets, Chaska. Uh, put him in the same category as um, uh, as Searles. Searles and um, Stewie. Yeah. Colton Jamison, Creighton. Staying. Jake Fisher, Creighton. Staying. I don't think Creighton doesn't lose any of their players. No. Not after the performance, and th- these are Creighton kids, too. Yep. Um, Cole Christian, Duluthies. I'm going to let Carl answer that one. Um, I think someone who, if he has an opportunity somewhere else, will take it. I'd say that's true. Yep. Um, Ryan Coring, EP. I would bet on him staying. Obviously, the coaching... Uh, decision, you know, who, who's the coach mm-hmm. is a big factor in that. But I would say they're going to get a good coach, and I think he'll stay. They have a really good Bantam team coming up, and this is a really – this is a special group. Let's talk about the coaching stuff maybe after yep. this. it's fine. Um, Teddy Townsend, EP. Oh, he's staying. Yeah. Um, Jackson Never, is he Dinah? Staying. And Mason stayed, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, a little Ch- bit different circumstances, but yeah. I think that yeah. Jackson will stay. Yeah. Jimmy Clark, Edina. You know, uh, you were in the room with Jimmy and I for yeah. half an hour probably. It, was, it wasn't a five-minute conversation with Jimmy. And 
again, it, it's it's thirty minutes of life. It's not like we were with him for for yeah. three straight years and hearing his tone. But his tone felt like he was coming back. It really got I got that coming back vibe from him. It's not like we put a microphone in his face and made him sign in blood that he's coming back. But did you get that intent? Then you get that feeling. And my other feeling about Jimmy here is this was his first tournament too. Yeah. And maybe get a flavor and taste him. of it. Yeah. And it yeah. didn't go with the, according to Donna's plan. No. So I could see him coming back. I would put him in the eighty percent category coming back. Sure. Yeah. Now opportunities will present themselves to Jimmy Clark. Yes. Um Jackson Panzer East Scram Forks. Gone. Gone. He's already gone. Yeah. Um Isaac Johnson, Fergus Falls. I, I would say he's coming back. Back, but I, I've heard rumblings that there are opportunities for him to play elsewhere. Uh, Legally elsewhere. Not like he's, you know, some s- slimy move or anything yeah. like that. You like know, he's like, going to play for prison? Like, no, illegally? No, <laughs> no. What do you mean? We get a lot of these transfers that are questionable. That's what I mean. Yes. That's okay. what I'm saying. Questionable transfers. Like, where? How did he end up there? You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, Ty, uh, let's talk the Hermantown team. Ty Hansen first. Gone. Yeah. Zam. Gone. Max. Uh, he'll be invited to the NTDP camp, uh, which those invites should be announced soon. I don't think even if he makes the team, he would accept the offer. And that was the vibe that he gave me. Again, during my interview with him, spent a half an hour plus with him, yeah. maybe more. Um, I would guess he's staying. He would stay. Victor won't play next nope, year. No, nope. he'll have another year of Bantam eligibility. So they won't have a chance to play together unless he stays He's his senior, senior year. Yeah. So something that would be a fun line. <laughs> 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 yeah, you factor in little A.J. Francisco. I shouldn't say little. He's big, but A.J. Francisco is, you know, he's a front runner to win the Bantam Player of the Year next year because he's the best player his age. Also, uh, um, But he has to play Bantams because that's what they do. That's what they do. Um, they could use them next year, believe it or not, but they won't because yeah. and the best part about it is the initial how they set the precedent on ninth graders was his dad, Johnny. Johnny yeah. always yeah. played up oh, sure. with the group yeah. above, and Bruce wouldn't let him. Hmm. Isn't that funny? Now, now his yeah. son, 20-plus years later, is doing the exact same thing. Isn't that great? <laughs> That's kind of <laughs> cool. I love it. I love it. Um we're going to add another chapter onto the show, Tony. We're going to do best recruiting Oh, the classes. Ked's coming in, yeah. No, we, we talked about it, Danny. Yeah. Oh, A little yeah. bit. We got it. Okay. We got this. Okay. Right. I you're, just you're in the bathroom. <laughs> okay, that's why I didn't know about it. <laughs> Keep going. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. My voice. Um, Logan Hensler, um, Hill Murray. I put him in the 99% already going to Michigan. The only thing that would keep him from going to Michigan would be his choice to not go because he will be extended an invite to be on the team. He's that good of a defender. Mm-hmm. He, he he was one of the best freshman defensemen I've seen since the Andersons. Uh, different player. Different player. Yeah. But uh, as far as age group-wise go. Yeah, different player. I mean, more gifted, I think, than yeah. Mikey. I, Believe I, it or not, yes. I'm, I'm saying no. Logan's more gifted a player than Mikey Anderson was at yeah. that point. And Joey. Yeah. Well, Joey's a oh, forward. forward too, but yeah. Yep. So, um, Ben Miller, Hill Murray. Um, I know he'll get an invite to that camp. I'm not sure he makes it, but with his height, again, height is such a big factor in these national development 
uh, ranks. You know, Skahan will be there. Logan will be These are kids are all north of six feet. So uh, his height could get him in, just like Austin Burnwick. I didn't think Austin Burnwick would make that team, but his height sure got him in on that team. Well, one of those would be Henry Lechner as well for Hill Murray. Or not Hill Murray, Holy, Holy Angels. Angels, sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Lechner. It's okay. You get a pass on that one for sure. Uh, was he the next on the list, Henry? Yeah, um, actually. I think that he could get invited to the camp. I'm not sure he gets an invite to the team. That's where I think he sits. He he is. Uh, so I saw him at New Bohemia because I, well, I was waiting. Henry? Yeah, while well, I was waiting. What's for Henry me. doing hanging out with bars? I don't know. He, was, <laughs> he walked by me quick, and I just was like, good I'm season, joking. Henry. I'm joking. Um, but, yeah, he is very tall. Talk about an all-star kid. Oh, my gosh. Just one of one in a million kid. Very. Um, okay, let's go to the Lakeville South route. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> um, Tana Lucky. Uh, he would be gone. I would put him in the gone category. But if he comes back, he's a Mr. Hockey oh, finalist. Yep. Yeah, easily. Maybe even winner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a front runner for sure. Has there been a Lakeville winner? Kloos didn't stay, did he? Yeah, yeah Kloos won. Kloos won Mr. Hockey. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so that'd be the reason. Yeah. All right. Um, Aiden Willis. Uh, again, he's in that. He's in that. Could make a USHL team. Yeah, he could. But if he doesn't, uh, who knows? It's hard to say. Hard to say. Uh, Aiden's game, I think, actually. Plays out better in the USHL because he's so yeah. rugged. Yeah, I agree with. Or Austin Doms, Doms Ashton Doms. Ashton. It doesn't as play out as well. Yeah, he's yeah. a more of a skill guy, and I think that uh, uh, Willis is more grindy and yeah, mm-hmm. it, with a lot of offensive ability to yeah. him too. All right, um, and then Jack Hawksprung. Um, he'll be back. Um, Matt Philippi at Little Falls. That's a good. That's a good one, Danny. Um, oof. Um, I would say he's coming back. Just gut feeling. Sure, he he could transfer type of thing. He's close. He to could that. end up, yeah, in in that situation for sure. Yeah. Um, Danny Nelson, Maple Grove. He's coming back. Ben Brink, Maple Grove. Uh, I'd say he's coming back. I I think Finn's size. He's such a – but he's so good with time and space. Yeah, I think he's coming back. I think he's coming back. Landon Gunderson. I would say he's gone. Yeah, it feels like he's gone. Yep. Um, Harper Bentz. Uh, I, well, no one leaves Moorhead. <laughs> <laughs> um, Why would you? Uh, Ethan Frisch. Frisch. Frisch did. Yeah. Ethan Frisch did. Ah. Uh. Benz I love is a, you guys. You guys are the best. Ethan Frisch, Dad. Well, right. I, well, we're just giving you. <laughs> Ask Ethan Frisch if he regrets leaving. I think he would say 100. Yeah. percent The Frisch Five regret. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, not, and, and I might be wrong. I mean, I, I know Ethan. I know his family really, really well. I think he maybe wouldn't publicly say he regrets it, but you know, he's doing just fine. He's right doing now. fantastic. He had a great season this year. Yeah. With Joe Grammer. What I just say. <laughs> Um, let's go to the Rogers players. Let's Ooh, here we go. Sammy Ranallo. Um, I think he could. If anybody could be gone from from Rogers, it would be him. There's also been whispers that uh, the incoming player Parker DeShane, who was one of the top Bantams in the state this year, he might not be attending 
uh, Rodgers next year, which is really troubling because Rodgers needs everybody they can get. Yeah. If they had DeShane and they had Ronaldo, hear me now. This yeah. is one of the top five teams in the state, if not top three teams in the state. They have so much talent. Yeah. Um, and I think it would be a team that would get better as mm-hmm. the year wore on. Yeah, sure. I agree. Because they got these sophomores that kind of got to learn their way, right, and kind of fit the chemistry of the team. The chemistry won't be solid like some of these senior-laden teams get yeah. that solid chemistry to earlier the year. But as the season wears on, that would be a special team. I think that's a better team than Maple Grove next year. Well, and they, they got better as the season went on, too. They yeah. tied Blaine. To go to us and then went to a that's session. not impressive. And exciting news. I mean, <laughs> well, that's what I mean. Yeah. They got better from, from from a team that tied Blaine to someone who went to a session. Yeah, okay. that's what I. Yeah. You proved yeah. my point there. Okay. Thank you, Carl. There we go. yes. <laughs> Wasn't sure where you go. We have a product coming out next year. We'll get more details on that later. But we do a Rogers Maple Grove game part of that program. Mm-hmm. So some really good matchups next year on YHH. Um, Hogan Sinjim. he's. He's, he's graduated. He's, he's a late senior. Okay. He's a senior. Sorry. I wrote that okay. wrong. He is not coming back. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Tony. Can, can he have a COVID year? <laughs> uh, red shirt. Red shirt. Um, Chase, uh, Chase Cheslock. Coming back. Um, and the uh, reason why, he's 6'4". He's huge. Huge it's as very a defenseman. Skilled too. Very skilled. Yeah, got a lot of points for Rodgers on the D. Yep. He'll, he'll get looks. Yep. Um, Andrew Cummings, St. Cloud, regular. St. Cloud, I regular. Would st- uh, I would say he would be gone. That would be my gut. See, because there's been a tr- there's been a over the last yeah, couple years a lot of bleed from St. Cloud. Yeah, I would say that. But what a heck of a player. Is he related to Ethan? Yes, cousin's brother. Oh, brother? Yeah. Okay, sorry. Um, just wondering on that. Mm-hmm. Um, Will Skahan, St. Thomas. Gone, 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 gone. <laughs> <laughs> he will make that team, and he will be gone. Yeah. And, and St. Thomas has lost players to that program before. Yep. Um, Cam Breyer. Breer. Breer. I would say not coming back. I think he can make a USHL team. Um, and he doesn't really have any deep roots in Stillwater. Sure. That's why I would say that. But I think Stillwater is going to be one of those sneaky teams next year. Yeah, and uh, another one of the players on their roster is Ty Tocito. He'll be back. Okay, and then the last one I have was Jason Shagaby. I He's coming back. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I, why, again, like Moorhead, why would you leave? You're on the wrong podcast if you want us to talk about players leaving. This or in reasons to leave. Um it's just we're not gonna talk about why you would ever leave. Uh the case can be made so many different ways. Well the players the more that leave, the more cases can be made. Yeah. You know? Um and there's really no hurry, especially now. With the with the additional COVID year like you're talking yeah. about, yeah. this is really hard on kids that are birth years. Oh two, oh three, oh four, and oh five. It's been a those four years are going to be just rocked by this extra year of eligibility. Um, co- colleges, there's only sixty teams. They have the keys, yeah. right? Yeah. And until Augustana gets here, where there's that extra twenty, you know, what I mean, like <laughs> yeah. we need more Augustanas. Yeah. We do. We need these. We need more scholarships. We need Alabama, Birmingham, or whatever. Yeah, is it Huntsville? Huntsville. Sorry, yep. uh, we need those programs. We'll take Birmingham too. Yeah, <laughs> Robert <laughs> Morris. You yeah, know, we Robert need Morris. these programs. Yeah. 
for these kids to have a spot to play. And every time, because we make up such a great percentage of strong percentage of Division One players, every program that opens its doors just means more players from Minnesota get opportunities. So I had the luxury to talk to Sam Rossini because he sat next to my parents <laughs> <laughs> on Friday. This is the most random Isn't thing. Yeah. I know. I love it. And, and Sam is one of the nicest. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he worked he worked camp for us two years at when he was at the U. Or he's still at the U, but yeah. um what a great story. I mean, uh he was in grad he's in grad school now. Yeah. He is. Uh being paid for by the U of M. And he's out of off the team. You knew that, right? Yeah. He's off the team and he uh because of the Olympics and because of injuries, gets a phone call from Bob in the middle of the night saying, Hey, you want to come back? And not only did he come back he got to play. Yeah. So he got he got some minutes uh, when they had that three week deal, and he's on the team, and they want he's got a Big Ten championship ring, and yeah. he could have a, another he could get maybe a Final Four ring or national championship ring. So I think they're going to be have a good finish their season this year. But I, I talked to him about leaving early too because I was like you you wow. left you left early. And yeah. He's like I wish I would have stayed one more year. We yeah. had we had the team, yeah. you know, yeah. big time. And I wish I would have stayed and I regret doing that. I just listened to the wrong people. And big time. And Sam was a really good high school pre- player too. Um yeah. so I just found that as an interesting conversation. The kids that leave that didn't like leaving versus kids who stayed that did stay too. Right. Right. It's twelve twenty and I'm getting text about the Mr. Hockey banquet. So continue with the show. Yeah, I gotta yeah. kinda keep an eye on this. I, I, I still own and operate Youth Hockey Hub and oh, that's not a that's, <laughs> Oh that's breaking new. news. Oh uh, it's new. it's just nothing up there. It's just we have the there's nothing on the screen, so it must be a late start. Yeah, that so, could be. All right. Um so just um, where were we Top going ten? next? Or recruiting classes? What I don't know what you guys. Oh, had so we went mind. through all the players. Yeah, we went yeah. through all, all right. the players. Oh, there. Uh, recruiting classes are just going to be lumped in with the top ten here. Okay. Okay. So, Sorry. All right. All right. Let's talk about some of those recruiting classes and incoming classes. Yeah. Uh, can we do it a public school first? Yeah. Sure. Because normally this is all about the private schools, but mm-hmm. Nils got this kid coming, in and St. Thomas has got this. But I think public schools keep an eye out for, um, keep an eye out for Dinah's got a really nice Bantam team. Obviously, Rogers has a great Bantam team. Maple Grove's got a great Bantam team. Um, but the team that really interests me is this Eden Prairie uh, Bantam team because everybody always talks about the Townsend group, the Townsend yeah. group, the Townsend group. But the group behind it with Mason Moe and Johnny Kleiss and some of these guys. That's a really good group, too. So when you merge those two groups together, there'll be sophomores and juniors next year. Mm-hmm. You got Coring uh, yeah. on the on the blue line. That's a really good team. Mm-hmm. And Paul Knock showed no signs of being intimidated by a play as, as a sophomore goaltender. Yeah. You know, he he's going to be really a great well. goaltender for, for the next two years for Eden Prairie. I think that's a team you really got to keep an eye out for. And it, that team... It's fortune depends on who they hire or who yes. comes in there. It's a big, mm-hmm. big question mark as to who be, who becomes the coach. And if that crew, that ninth and ten, current ninth and tenth graders, like the coach, it could be a really special run. Yep. And, and it will. The 
EP coaching job could cascade at least three more jobs. Yes. And yeah, there's a lot on the line here with that hiring. Because it could be a known coach, known commodity, head coach that takes that job. What if, what if the, and glad we have Carl in the room here, what yeah. if it was, what if, what if it was Mike Randolph? I, do you think, do you think, Carl, this is where the show is going to get mm-hmm. juicy, do you think Mike Randolph would apply for that job? Question one. Mm-hmm. And then question two, do you think that Eden Prairie would hire him for that job? Well, I've basically had this conversation with him, and he, he is pretty happy where he is. So he would not yeah. be applying for it the sounds Eden like Prairie he will job. Not be, yeah, because he definitely had people asking around. Once, when this because – we, he, he and I have yeah. talked about jobs and job openings. Mm-hmm. He wants to keep coaching, all that things. You know, like when Chan Aston came up, he's like, oh, should I take that? I'm yeah. like, I don't know. You know, that doesn't strike me. You know, yep. you need to go somewhere where a team that wants to win right now and has mm-hmm. the players to win, you know, like a yeah. White Bear Lake or an Elk River. These are the types of communities I think are great for Mike. I think this works. Yeah, I, I really I, do. I and it's a do. win. It's a it's a it's a big time win mm-hmm. if Eden Prairie's AD could get him to be the coach. Yeah. And again, it doesn't necessarily have to be for the next ten years. It could be for five years. Yeah, just to see this group through and to then see the, you know, and they got a decent peewee team. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some there's some uh meat on the bone there and there's mm-hmm. ability to build a program. You know, there's there's some guys there could from parent groups in the in the fresh uh in the Peewee and squirt groups that can definitely make some things happen in the yeah. hallway. So Mike Randolph, wow, would that be a something else yeah, I think if that happened? He would need to be asked directly. Yeah. To be yeah, 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 yeah. He's not he's not gonna just go apply because he wants to apply. No, no, but yeah. I think that'd be the one name yeah. out there. That's, right? That's the juicy, that's one, the juicy yep. name out there. Nico uh, is at St. Thomas, another yeah. guy who sees their, the recruiting class good. He doesn't seem that he's going to be applying for that job, but you Any, never know. Uh, you never, never know. know. Is there anyone else in the St. Know. Thomas coaching staff who's looking at the Eden Prairie job? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. I, Trent's not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Trent's in a good spot. I think yeah. St. Thomas is going to be in a really good spot. They're going to be really young next year, but it's going to be a fun team to watch, and we get them a lot too. So it's exciting. we'll get two games at the opener. We'll have three games in hockey for life. It's going to be cool to see that team grow. Um, I, I, I've heard two other possibles for that EP. Ooh, let's you throwing them out. Do you want me to? Why not? What's the show okay. for? Okay, so, let's hear them. So I've heard um, Mike Twilliger. Yes, um, and I think that's a pretty common rumor. Yeah, everybody would would that's a safe assumption. And the other one that has been thrown out there that I have heard float around is Joe Pankrantz. Wow, because of the AD from it, yes came from Prior Lake. Now, yeah. it, I'm not saying that Joe would leave Prior Lake. He has built a great program. Oh there. yeah, it, but those are. As far as the rink rumor mills go, those are like the that two one. that have I like been that. thrown out. I like that. Those it, are good. And We've e- thrown out some good names yeah. here, too. But, again, this is where this could cascade even farther. So if one of those two, hypothetically, now you leave another head coaching Open. opening, yeah. and, and who takes that? Because Jefferson's going to want – if. To Williger gets the job. Jobs. Jefferson needs to again go for a known commodity, yeah, and somebody who will help bring that program back and yeah. start building stuff and keeping these. As much as I'm a uh, a uh, Jefferson parent, and no, I'm not going to comment on anything related to Jefferson. Yeah, they just not sure because I can just get myself in so much trouble. 
All I, I can comment on all 150 teams except Jefferson. Yeah, yeah. It, I have such strong opinions. They just they need to build from within, and they are starting to do that again. Yes, the youth program is definitely on its way back. No question about it. Yeah, and and Twigs should get a little bit of credit for that. Yeah, you know Josh Levine gets a lot of credit for that too. He's done a lot at the youth program, and and Josh know, has been a part of the youth program yeah, since he graduated. And, and the guy who really gets no credit for this whatsoever is a guy named Mark Stenbeck, a former Jag. He's the heart and soul of that youth program. You know, oh, you need me to coach the squirt seas? I got it. I'll coach the PBAA's this year. Got it. I'll coach whatever team is where there's a need. Empty. He fills the hole, and he's just such a. His heart is just awesome. Yeah, it's a community that can still be good at it hockey. It can be, no question. Yeah. Three no ranks question. really helps them. No question. And, and it's, it's turning over. Community. And it's it's turning over, and now that the Kennedy program seems to be fading away, there's going to be lots of bodies and lots of young families, and I think there's a there's an opportunity for Jefferson Hockey to come back in the next 10 years. I see it in my parents' neighborhood, the yeah. turnover of houses. Yep. Yeah, I see it in my neighborhood for sure. Yeah. We have all two-year-olds and three-year-olds. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, That's right. No. Let's take out your house last year. There was that giant birthday party going across yeah. the street. There's yeah. tons there like of them. There are tons around. of young kids yeah. in our neighborhood now. And, and it's a great place to live. Yeah. From a, it's close to we, lots of we different We know things. that yeah. because... Yeah. It's part it's of close this, to everything. part of the, the, the podcast has been brought to you by the city of Bloomington. It no, is. no, yes. prestigious West Bloomington. Don't say that, please. <laughs> the PWB has please brought to you. Don't say that. Are we that. in the PWB? Are we, we are east? not. We oh, are no, in we're East Bloomington. Uh, we are east of thirty-five. This is gross. We're we definitely uh, dirty. Yes, yes. <laughs> I yes, work yes. in East Bloomington. <laughs> yes, you do. All right. Uh, what's uh, next? You want a top ten? Yeah, let's do it. Well, here's double A top Wait, ten. Carl, we only talked about one recruiting class. We talked about Eden Prairie. Talked about talked the publics, the private. It's, it's gross. I mean, it's unbelievable. But what Benilde has coming in and what St. Thomas has coming in and what's, uh, what Creighton has coming in, those are the programs that are winning the most. And and, and Hill, too. I mean, Hill just seems to always, always do well. Yeah. yeah. You know, so those would be the classes that the private schools. I will say this, though. You know, Holy Family, keep an eye on that. They got a lot of freshmen uh, enrolled at their program that are all playing Bantams right now. Sure. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, Holy Family is sneaky talent-wise. Lots of great Bantams right now. In the rumor mill, and they're playing Bantams. They're not playing yeah. high school. There has been a rumor mill with Holy Family too. I think to end the year and where that lands, I don't know. Yeah, so, I can't comment on that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know enough. I, mean, I don't I've, know I'm enough. Hearing e- a lot. I'm like, no, I'm not talking. That's about that. that's what I'm. It's just I'm hearing a lot, but I don't know enough of. Correct. It, to say Correct. anything. That'd be another job, job opening. Job opening. Yeah. Okay. All right. Top down? Yep. Let's hear it. Okay. Number one. Uh, I will note that this is the second year in a row that I've been uncertain about the number one, but Tony has insisted that this number one be number one. So last year, you know, he insisted that Gentry had to be number one. and uh, I was wrong. And this year, he's insisting that Benilde has to be number one. I, I happen to agree with this, though. They had returned one of the best goaltenders in the state. They have will have an awesome top line. Uh, there's almost too much talent here. Where's the, the, where's the defense? The D is going to be incredible. They'll have they'll, they'll be good. Yeah. They'll be good. Will they play defense? I don't know. I'm not sure. But <laughs> do they have the most amount of talent? Uh, yes. In, All right. Yes, uh, they have the most talent. Number two, Andover. Yeah, that's a big. You know, a lot of question marks. If the there. lines. That top line's back. It's going to score a lot of goals. Yes. But they lose two huge defensemen. That's the question. Yeah. Yep. And a goalie. Mm-hmm. And a goalie that 
They lose one. a lot. They will be very good. Yep. They, I, I would agree with your assessment that they're a top three team. Mm-hmm. They but, really do. And they have that it factor now. They know yeah. what it takes. Yep. Yeah. You know? So I'm with you on that. Number three, Moorhead. Mm-hmm. I, I, I yeah. just way too much talent. They have, yeah. they have. What's their recruiting class? Oh, well, they have three, four kids that I can rattle off yeah. for you. So Ryan Kraft's son, Mason Kraft, is an guy. awesome player. Brooks <laughs> Cullen's, uh, Brooke, Matt Cullen's oldest son, Heard Brooks Cullen, is having a great season. Um, and then uh, Gavin Lindbergh's little brother Garrett is phenomenal defender. Unbelievable. I don't know where they're going to find room for him. Yeah. And then uh, Bannon player of the year finalist, uh, Sam Larilla, uh, mm-hmm. comes in as well. And so he's another 90s Moorhead name. Yeah, Tim. Yeah. Tim. Yeah. So it's unbelievable how good this class is. They should win the state tournament in Bidet, Um But, <laughs> you know, crazier things could happen. That's mm-hmm. for sure. They've lost a few, they've lost like five games yep. this year. But they've won every one of the majors in Bantams this year. The majors, yeah, they, they have won the majors. <laughs> they have. They they won the they won the Ox. They won Eden Prairie. They won the Moose. They won Edina. I mean, they won. They won Roseau. They won yeah. their own. They won every tournament mm-hmm. they've they've entered this year. So they are built to win. There, that's another great class. I'm glad we brought that yep. up. Number four, Maple Grove. Um, top Bantam team in the state. Coming back, you know, so they have a, yeah. another crew of kids coming in that are really talented. Yeah. Uh, a lot of it depends on, you know, uh, goaltending. A lot of it depend on Finn uh, Brink. Finn Brink's a big yeah. one there, big time. Number five is Hill Murray. Yeah. Yeah. I think we should permanently put Hill Murray to start the year at six. That's kind of <laughs> where they like to be, right? Yeah. It's kind of where they ended too. Yeah. yeah they yeah, will yeah, yeah. start off <laughs> slow like they always do. Yep. Mm-hmm. They'll start slow. And they'll be in our tournament, mm-hmm. yep. uh, the Champions Cup again next year. So the teams yep. in the Champions Cup, if I haven't said it already, did I say that? Creighton replaces Benilde, um, Hillmary, and then Hermantown, and Eden Prairie. A lot of champions in that Champions Cup. That's a yeah. good Champions Cup. Yeah. So Number six, Edida. Yep. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, the Nevers Clark, if that's together next yeah. year. Oh, their blue line is just yeah. unbelievable. Filthy. Filthy. Mm-hmm. Great blue line. Seven Rogers. I like that. Yeah. I think they'll be higher than that when the season's over. Yep. Yeah. I really do. I mean, if you're listening, you're from Rogers, you have the most talented team next year in the state. More talented yep. than even Moorhead. Yeah. Eight Chaska. I like that. Yep. Sure. I like that. Wishart and Nett is going to yeah. be a difference yes. for them. Mm-hmm. Number nine, Eden Prairie. Yep. Pending what happens in the – Yeah. And a lot, of, a lot of dominoes to fall there, but the, the talent's there. I mean, no they'll question. get a better head coach than Chaska currently has. <laughs> 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 Not, ripping, Not hard. Not hard. Not hard to do. Ten, Lakeville South. Yes, again, a lot of a ifs. Lot of, yep. lot of ifs yeah. A lot of ifs yeah, on that one. Yeah, that's why they fell to 10. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some yeah. teams kind of on the outside looking in here. St. Thomas, we think, for will sure. be young, but probably will crack exciting. it at some point. Exciting. They'll be exciting to see, that's for sure. I've uh, got some, some Section 4 teams coming up. Stillwater. Uh, be very be, good. Um, They'll be very good. White Bear Lake actually does bring a lot back. Yep, their Bantam team made it to state. Mm-hmm. Nolan Road was a really good player, yep. too, this year. Yep. Um Probably be young and a little ways out, but if so anyone's going to give Moorhead a, a shot in AAA, Bemidji is going to be <laughs> the team coming up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, good, good dig there. Yeah. Good dig yeah, there. The other Bantam one. team is good, and 
And they gave Moorhead's Bantam team a little bit of trouble this year, so yep. I like to hear that. Are we going to see Rozo anytime soon? Who? Rozo. What's that? Is that th- it's a town next to War Road? Mm-mm. Never heard of them. Never heard of them. They're, they're that far gone? Yeah, the, the talent level is gone. Although this group, the, the sophomores, just so you know, the sophomores made it to state when they were peewees. Okay. Yeah. And would have maybe made it to state last year. Um, so it's not bad. It hasn't completely dropped. It, after the Gavin Jensen group, then it really starts to fade. They're thin, though. They're thin. But yeah. they're going to really be up against. I mean, they were competing against and beating Moorhead. But once the Cullens moved in, yeah. I mean, it's changed. <laughs> the landscape has definitely changed in Moorhead. Yeah. I can't remember if I said Minnetonka, but Minnetonka might be one of the first teams out here too. So yeah, that's another them. one that if it, I'm again, if, if I'm a two double yeah. A coach, mm-hmm. yeah. that's the one that they're emerging. Yeah. I mean, all I'd, the talent is in this in the West Metro yeah. is headed in that yeah, direction. I'd dinner with some Tonka people on Thursday, and they were you know they're excited for next year, but they're really excited for two two years, two years from down now. the road. Yep. Yeah, they're deep. They're deep. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. There's always such a pure skating team. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, Wyzetta will be Wyzetta. Yep. They'll be there. Uh, Chan Hassel, another two double A team, yep. should, should crack the top four with Prior Lake sliding out. Yep. Yep. Um, Creton still somewhere in the picture. I think so. Yeah. I think so. I think lot, Shakopee yeah. is a team that's going to get some scores no red doubt. next mm-hmm. year. No doubt. They they they're going to be a top twenty uh, t- twenty five team, mm-hmm. but they'll have some scores that are interesting. Yep. All right. Yeah, that's what I got in double A. Slide over to A. Tony, you just had a gasp. Oh, uh, the the, the Brimzik is on the air now. So. Oh, okay. Oh, I wonder who's going to win that. <laughs> no, no, the, I'm sorry. The, the whole Mr. Hockey yeah, thing yeah, is yeah. up there right now. So. <laughs> okay. And uh, Bump is wearing his cheetah today. Wearing a yellow, one of the two. Not not the highlighter? Not wearing the highlighter. Oh, so. yeah. oh that's disappointing. The highlighter's the you best. Like the highlighter. I, I'm not saying he's won the award, but it, he's just up on the stage right now. Mm. So, okay. All right. Uh, class A, uh, number one. We're putting Warwood there. I am. Coming <sighs> back. 100%. Be- be- all the money is on World next year. They return the best goaltender. Now, in the if Zam Plant and Ty Hansen come back, yeah, I got, I got, yeah, I got yeah, other yeah, ideas, yeah. but I don't think they're coming back. So no. Yep. And that that top line, you figure it's gonna be Sugar Bay Pilgrim and Marvin Cordes. <laughs> Cordes. Oh, yeah. Cordes. Yeah. Woo. Uncle. Yep. Yeah. Uncle. <laughs> nephew. Uncle. Yep. Uncle to uncle nephew. nephew. <laughs> hey, Uncle, pass me the puck. <laughs> to okay, nephew. nephew. And 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 they were playing together for they did have a few spells together. Yeah. Sugar Bay didn't leave the ice. Yeah. So. Um, yep, so number two, um, interesting one here, East Grand Forks. Burned us this year, but... Yeah, there's just too much talent. I mean, mm-hmm. their Bantam team is going to win state this year. They're an X-Factor. Uh, next weekend, their mm-hmm. Bantam team is going to win state. Their Bantam team just won state the year before. Yeah. Uh, no way they can't be good next year. Sure. No way. It's just they are an X-Factor team. Yeah, I might be at that section so. final again, so where will it be next year? So Where's the rotation? Thief yeah. River? No, it wasn't Thief River. It, it was in War Road. Road. I think it's going to be in War Road. It was in War Road two years ago because of High Seed. Yeah, who well, knows? Yeah. yeah, again, we don't know where yeah, it's going to be. have been thrown off by that. Yeah. Refresh, I'll be refreshing my MSHSL feed. Yep. Yeah. For the next 320 <laughs> days or something like that. Actually, more than that, because they're only going to tell you, like, the week before. Right. Yeah. That's my point. Yeah. yeah. That's my point. Number three, Hermantown. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They can't fall that far. Nope. <laughs> Number four, Matamidi. You kind of got these four programs that are kind of separated from the pack and a right now. Yeah. No doubt. Yep. Yeah. Uh, after that, then we have the fun of trying to fill the number five spot, as we had all year. <laughs> Matamidi, Delano. Um, 
Delano. Delano. Delano is there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beyond that, we've got Northfield hovering in here. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think their Bantam team is really They've good. Got a good Bantam team. Yep. Yeah, really good. Uh, they lose team. a lot of. They lose about yep. over two hundred points. Mm-hmm. Orno be very good. Yep. Orno is in this clump next. Yep. Alex, right there. Yep. Saint Cloud Cathedral. I think Cathedral will make the, its biggest move in mm-hmm. a next year. Yeah, I mean they they almost came a year ahead of schedule. Yes, so. that'll be very good. Stuff there. Providence Academy and Cathedral yep. plays in that very weak. 5A. Yeah. Yep. You know, they're right. out of 6A. Yeah, and Little Falls is... So nice. That was a good switch, getting Little yeah. Falls yeah. and Cathedral out of that one. Yeah. yeah. You know, I like those clumps of four, but I like when good teams make it to state. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, more good teams make it to state. I agree. Yep. But Providence, another team kind of rounding out our yep. top ten here. Um, a couple others hovering on the fridges. Mankato East, probably yep. favorites in 1A again. Yep. You know, 3A. 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 Yes. Uh, Rockridge is probably kind of the Denfeld now. Yeah. 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 Well, they should be. I mean, yeah, there's okay. plenty yeah. of bodies up in Virginia and Evelyn. Yeah. And Aurora and Hoyt Lakes. And yeah. Gilbert and Mount, uh, Mount Iron. And yes. Real, Keep going. Um, Fergus Falls and Little Falls might still have one one good player there if they stay. Right. So, yeah, there's right. potential. Could be. Yep. Yep. And that's kind of what I got. All right. Um, well, this was a great show. Uh, thanks to our sponsor, the Red and Black Leagues, for their continued sponsorship of our programming. Uh, it's been a great year. Uh, thanks to you guys for making it awesome. We're back to normal. We got an all hockey here video. We have a banquet, a real banquet for Mr. Hockey. A real hockey, tournament. A real mm-hmm. everything. It feels real. And uh, really looking forward to next year, another big year. A lot of fun stuff uh, on the horizon for YHH with boys high school and girls high school hockey. For Danny Ryan and Carl Shuttler, I'm Tony Scott. We'll see you around the rink. <laughs>